Raleigh, North Carolina, it's Jay and Jack's Ramblecast, a podcast about movies, television, games, music, sports, and anything else we want to talk about. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ramblecast. It's your good friends, Boston, Nick, Jack, and we're here, ready to celebrate the victory of the cheese. Cheese! <laughs> look at look at the cheese in my face. You guys I'm... wasted no time. <laughs> you know, you know. Do we we want to talk about it? We just want to go out of the gate and talk about it. We should Let's save, go. We should save for the versus segment. All right, save it. We'll save. We'll save it. We'll save it. We'll save it because we'll I you know I'm easy going. <laughs> we do have. We did. I did do an interview with someone very important, and we'll play that later on in the podcast. It's not okay. the Greco, is it? No, it's a little more famous than Greco. No one's more famous than Greco. It's just a little more famous than Greco. I don't. Did Jay freeze again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. Well, people at home, if you don't know, Jay has had internet problems for three days, delayed the leftovers podcast, and they came out, and it's it's the whole light thing with the whole uh, fiber stuff. I learned a lot about it when our internet didn't work for six months. So <laughs> it's a frustrating thing. You know, it, it's, it's like I, I was telling my parents years ago, I said, you know, you guys didn't have to, I go, yeah, you didn't make a lot of money, but you didn't have the, the phones and the internet and t- you didn't have to pay for TV. TV was yeah. free. You, yeah, you bought you had, the TV. You had to put that aluminum fold just perfect around those bunny right ears. But, but, you, but you only had, you know, San Diego, we only had Five, four or five channels, so it wasn't that big a deal. Um, and you were the remote remote control, right? You just threw something at you, and you went and clicked the knob over. Threw something, smacked me in the back of the head. Get up, change the channel. The number four. Okay. Oh, we didn't have four. We had uh, six, eight, ten, thirty-nine, fifteen. Fifteen was PBS. Thirty-nine was NBC. Ten was ABC. Eight was CBS. And if you're lucky, late at night, you could get the Los Angeles channels, 2, 4, 7, 13. I forget what, what, uh, what comedian was talking about that not too long ago, where it's like, kids have no idea. They have no idea today. It's like, you know, it's like I grew up with a rotary phone. You know, it's like, it's, it's, you dial it by electricity. It's like, and if your friend's got a lot of zeros in his number, it's like, heck, I don't even want to talk to him. It's like, I'm going to go all the <laughs> way around. <laughs> you know, they don't get that joke. Yeah. They don't. They have no well, idea. I, I don't get it. What's so hard? Click, 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 click. No, no. <laughs> and then you mess up. You like your finger. You stub your finger. I got to start all over. It's not clear. It's not backspace or whatever they do. You have to start all over again. Hang up. Start all over again. That's what I love it when I go into antique stores and you don't see them that often. And you'll see these little bitty tables that are for that purpose of like it's a, it's a chair next to a little bitty table. That's where the, you put the phone. And it was just like that was the table for it, and people yeah. are like, "What the heck is that?" And it's like, "Oh, it's a it's a phone table." And <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but when we got the, the long extension cord mm-hmm. on the phone, the phone cord that would go like twenty feet. Oh my god, you were in heaven. You could watch TV and talk on the phone at the same time. <laughs> but the the nastiness that that thing would that cord would actually coil up and turn into like. A weapon. It was like you. I, I remember my brother used to whip me with the telephone cord. <laughs> Pop it. You probably deserved it. Was was he older? He's Most older likely. than you. 
Yeah, he's a cheese fan. Yeah, ah, probably. <laughs> a loser cheese fan. Can I just say, I definitely didn't think cheese was going to win. I don't yeah. think anybody did. I'm blaming myself for cheese winning because I never really thought cheese had a chance and I would have put some limitations on the cheese. Bacon wouldn't have been going against everything in the world but that's, versus bacon. That's the point. It's cheese. No, it's, it's, not cheese. The, it's, it's not the point. You're, it's, yeah. it, it was cheese versus uh, – uh, we're getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so, again, so if you want to wonder why the versus ended last time or every other time the versus ends because somebody gets – all been out of shape. Oh no! But it was no. You really want to go here? And then, and then it, it, it was off. not. It, it it was not me. It's let's super say that. club with it, like somebody it, doing right now. No, let's just say it was. You really want to go here? You know, just you know. You want, you, you want you want to go here? It was I'm not talking, me. I'm talking about you right now for this vote. This is what um, you do. Oh, I, I'm joking. The sad thing is, I love cheese, so it was hard to it was hard to bash it all time. Yeah, you know, yeah I, cheese is cheese is great. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I, I do love bacon better. Um, but what Jack is referring to is, I inadvertently called someone an a hole on yes. the uh, yes. the message boards. Oh no 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 uh, no! Com- I was I, I was talking about ding dong versus versus cupcakes. That that wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> Well, regardless, I called someone an a-hole by accident, completely unintentional. Uh, I read something wrong, and then the, what I meant, it, 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 was, it was awkward. Um, but I, I retracted it almost immediately. She was the winner of the Amazon gift card. Oh, oh is that right? Oh, and so, damn and so, it. And so you're calling her an a-hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I, in, in all honesty, my intent was not to call her an a-hole. I was saying anyone Just who orders a meal <laughs> made of only cheese is an a-hole. Because I mean, think about it, like if you eat a meal that consists of only cheese, you're not thinking of the people around you. No, you're not. You're not. Hence, but it, ergo, but what, a-hole. But it's funny. I just saw the part. Where, I actually, I even, I even messaged her at apologizing. She didn't respond. I don't think she likes me. Oh, oh she'll, she's fine. She's a Raider fan. Um, but it was funny. Is I saw all I saw was that her remark. I go, what did Chris say? So I'm scrolling up because there's there was a lot of comments on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so many. I was having fun today. I was having fun because some people are just fun to pick on. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'll I'm, tell I'm you, not, not mentioning their names, Jessica. My my, <laughs> my my favorite interaction of that entire comment role has to be with Jessica. Um, because at one point, she's like, we even have a cheese castle. And she put up a picture of the cheese castle. And I'm like, but there's nobody there. <laughs> the parking lot was empty. Yeah, she, today she said cheese is a way of life. And then she had showed people with cheese heads on. I go, so you'd rather put cheese on your head than eat it or consume it, I think I said. It was, I had fun today. But it is, it, it just, it's, it's funny. And that's kind of, that was, I think, what made it a great versus is that it, it was a very close race. Eat really by was. point um, where, you know, bacon's just this beautiful, uh, wonderful thing. And cheese is so multifaceted and can be used in so many different ways that it just, it, it was a balanced, uh, fully balanced versus. So, kudos to I me. Even, You're welcome. I even tried to bring in the big guns at the end. The kid. Uh, yeah. I brought in the kid. Uh, people have no soul. They, they're listening to her. I want cheese. I want. I want bacon, daddy. And she get, for she, the record, there was no like prepping her at all. Uh, that other video from like three years ago. That was we were out for breakfast, and she almost assaulted me because I took can a piece. I, of can I tell you why? Because nobody, most people are not going to pick 
if you give them cheese or bacon, just cheese or bacon, not everything else that goes with cheese. People but are going to say, oh, cheese. Ver- Uh-oh. I'm, I'm, glad, I, I'm glad Jay froze again with his cheesy little expression. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, what else but, is going on in your well, you know, world? <laughs> you know what would solve your problem, though, Jack, is if you had some cheese with, with that wine of yours. <laughs> Hey, I was just having fun. I, this was yeah. nothing near uh, Ding Dong Cupcakes. That that I just said. I, I, loved, I, I loved I loved that. One. There was so much crap going behind the scenes. I just said, I'm done. This is we're we're talking about cupcakes and Ding Dongs, and it's worse than <laughs> Trump versus Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was bad. I just said, okay, I'm done, people. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I mean they're basically when, the when same people, product. When, when, people, when people falsely accuse me of cheating, I go, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> But that, hey, was, that, so, was, that was fun to me because everyone was making videos and just yeah, having, that's, and that's what we wanted. I mean, I, I love when people get into it and stuff. We, Dell and I did that video of the uh, playing hockey, and I shoot the ding dong at him, and he takes mm-hmm. a bite out of it. The, the well, ding dong was on the dirty ice. The final tally, um, as of let's see, how, how many? I can't even tell how many comments there are on this thing. There's lots of comments. It was over 500 yesterday, which is. I think I had fifty. I think I had fifty today alone. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I, I, think I was making that. Dan, I was making that. I was making that last push to try and sway people over, and I, I just it seemed like every time I, I made a great comment, we lost. We lost a cheese to another voter. I'm like, there <laughs> we go. Yeah, the final tally is cheese one hundred and twenty five to bacon one hundred and twelve with six hundred and forty one comments. Nice, nice work, people. <laughs> nice work. Well, that's pretty impressive. I mean, first of all, having 233 votes is not bad for our first uh, our no, first it's, versus it's, back. It's not bad. Um, like I said, at first bacon was out way out in front. Yeah, like I went yeah. up by like 10, 10 on like the first day, and then it just slowly over the next two days kind of got even, and then because you know, the I, I I said okay, good, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden I go. Wait a minute. How, how is how is cheese ahead? I slept for three hours. What happened here? I think there. I I was claiming there was uh, fake accounts. I ra- I mean my my soldiers rallied around me. You know I got Dan and CJ to help me out. Oh, they're they're just they're just lobbying. They're lobbying the worst. Cheese. Well, like I said, I kept saying, I said, okay, cheese people. I go, you have cheese. Just it's not pizza versus bacon. It's not nachos versus bacon. It's not. It's not cheeseburger versus bacon it's bacon versus cheese tell me why cheese is better than bacon because it's great on sandwiches it's great on i go no no why so when i realized i hit my head up against the wall that they just weren't getting it it's cheese or bacon why is cheese better than bacon oh come on you're gonna have cheese without you wouldn't have pizza what what aren't you getting what aren't you getting so I just said I I give up. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'll take the loss. I'll take it like a man. <laughs> but that's just the argument. Hey man, that, that that that's a loss I'm willing to to take. I mean, I think that, number one, it was a, a very close race. It was, and the the turnout was was stupendous. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the the future holds for our verses. Yeah, I think it's because you were calling people assholes. That's why you lost. <laughs> you know. Oh wait, this is a Ramblecast, Nick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, you already said it. Oh, <laughs> no, I said a hole. We said a hole. So apologize for Nick. He's from the south, and they. You know. Sorry again. Again, I, I apologize <laughs> for inadvertently referring to somebody as an a hole. 
I Go read back. it. It could it could have gone it. either way, but I don't think it was. I don't think you intended to. Call you know it. what I meant. I know. I'm on your I side. Felt, I, 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 I actually really felt. I really felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I reached I, out. I, I was like, I'm sorry. I've had people do that. I go, wait, what did I say? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anywho, but, uh, but anyway, it was it was fun. It was a fun versus, and um, I'm glad everyone came out of it without any scars or wounds or anything like that. But for sure. I real I honestly thought bacon it was I go who the heck is going to take but I you know I didn't think about people saying oh on mac cheese on pizza on this on that I really cuz bacon didn't really have a chance because it was competing against everything else in the world and just bacon and I'm sorry Jess regardless of who won or who lost uh this uh this versus mac and cheese without cheese is pasta yeah I agree she was trying to tell me that that wasn't happening. I'm like, you thinking that that mac without cheese is not pasta is like, yeah, because what is like, macaroni? Well, <laughs> it's it's freaking pasta. <laughs> um, I was like, you you not thinking that 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 is pasta is like saying that global warming is not a thing. No, oh, that's a can of worms. I want to open up. Um, well, maybe that, maybe that could be the next verses. That should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> let's get that prick on the show let's see what happens um hey uh so speaking of let, let's go let, let's look back in the week for our for the the three of us i don't think jay's coming back but no. I, I i do have to say first of all uh jack congratulations on um final the final episode the final recap oh, of leftovers. the leftovers yeah. i just listened to that uh, uh that earlier today actually um so I wanted to talk a little bit about leftovers. Right. So if you haven't seen Leftovers, you're still watching it. Skip ahead. It'll be about a week at this point if you haven't seen it. So what's the threshold nowadays for spoilers? Yeah, I it just depends on the person because you could go six well, months and someone blast you. Well, we've stalled and long enough to give you the opportunity to fast forward a few minutes. Uh, so we can talk about uh, leftovers for a second. Um, I heard your reaction, Nick. Did you listen to the to the the podcast? I have not, not today. Okay. So oh, you know what? Because your 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 bowels are so clogged with cheese, you you couldn't take the time to listen. <laughs> you had bacon. Bacon just runs right out of you. Cheese just clogs so, you up, gives you cramps. People people are yeah. fast forwarding. So let's let's talk about this for a second. So <laughs> the leftovers. Um, Seemed like an extremely um, well. There's extremely great response from the listenership, at least from the people, the folks who called in and listened to uh, to your show. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to hear everyone's thoughts on the show. You know, candid, not doing a leftovers podcast, but real, honest opinions of how what they thought the show was. Um, I'll start off with mine, and okay. I'll say that I thought it was good. I did. I think I thought it was a really good finale, but I didn't think it was amazing. Like with like what many people um, have showed, like their admiration for the show, for the for the, the finale. I mean, the the Jay and Jack Facebook group, the the, the, the feedback that you guys got on the show. Well, remember a lot of those people loved it. For, a lot of those people voted for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people really really loved it, and again, I thought it was really good. But I didn't think it was outstanding. And I was actually going back and forth with Nick earlier. And I actually felt like that was <laughs> the, the the ending that Lindelof wanted to write for Jack and Kate. 
that he just recycled into a new show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jack, Kate, or Sawyer and Kate. I mean, yeah, Fair I mean, enough. Yeah, because Chris was one of the first people to like that comment I put. Because as soon as the episode was over, that was my first thought. I was like, "Oh, isn't this just the the same ending as Lost?" I was like, "It is slightly different." I was like, "But isn't it in the the basic, most simplest form? Isn't yeah. it the same ending as Lost?" Like my my biggest criticism for it, though, you know, they they handled the ending of the relationship first of all. They handled the, the ending of the relationship, uh, or the of the two characters ending of of. Um, of Kevin and Nora beautifully. That was fantastic. Like there was, it was, you're right. You actually made a comment, like the scene when they're sitting down at the table, they're all old and gray and they're going back and forth and she's sharing that story. And just the emotion that they have was, was beautiful. It was awesome. In my opinion, that was like the finale of them. That wasn't like, I didn't feel like that was the finale of the show of the story. And I know the argument is, well, they said they're not going to give the answers of the show, blah, 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 blah. But what the show turned into, or at least what the finale turned into, was just finalizing the relationship between Nora and Kevin. And I didn't feel that I got a redeeming finale for a series. I got a redeeming finale for a relationship. And mm-hmm. that's my biggest pet peeve of the whole thing. Again, I actually I thought it was beautiful. So it's very well done. The acting was extraordinary. Um, but I feel like I got, I kind of got just cheaped out essentially. I feel like I got a, a relationship finale, not a series finale. Well, That's I got this, I got distracted podcasting because someone was sending me effing bomb F bombs about the West Wing. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, see it. I see it. My foot corner of my phone. I go, who's F bombing me? <laughs> <laughs> All the bacon. It was me. I mean, it was, it was me. Um, yeah, I, I had a big reveal on uh, the West Wing that I was well, not funny, happy I, with. I knew exactly what you were talking about when, when I, I go, "Oh, yeah. he's there." Okay. Which, which, in contrast, that season finale of season two of the West Wing might be one of my favorite season finales of any television show I've ever watched. Oh, it's excellent. But anyways, I digress. But yeah, my opinion, I feel like I, I got the relationship finale, not the series finale. But don't you think, before we get to Nick, don't you think that they were kind of wrapping up everybody's story as the season went along? Ish. And I still I still say that the way they left the ending, it's up to your interpretation. Like I said, oh, yeah. I, I, I honestly... I'm totally lying. I, I, I don't think she's lying. I think she died. I think she was. I don't. I think the whole machine thing was just a scam to get money from people. Because there's no way you charge twenty thousand dollars for a machine that costs millions. So I also there. There is one thing I picked up on that that I I meant to call into your show and to talk about. Um, and I think you might be right. And I think I have another bit of it of evidence that she died. Or some weird stuff was happening. The scene when she got locked into the bathroom. Right. Right. And she had to bust down the door. Mm-hmm. Now, what did she have to do to get into the bathroom? She had to move the door out of the way. Right. It's not on its hinge. So I feel like there's a potential that that sequence could have been out of order. Right. The reason why she had to put the door back was because she had already busted it down. Huh. See, I was looking at it more like she was in that tube, that tank, yeah. and, and she was drowning and she had to get out. 
She's in the right. bathtub. She's in the bathtub. She goes to the door. She can't get out. Yeah. But anyway, Nick, what did you think of it? So you guys got my thoughts going everywhere now. Uh, that's that's the whole idea of a podcast. Yeah, I know. But like, no, I mean, I I enjoyed it, but I I knew you know because Damon Lindelof had said that from the beginning that you weren't going to find out what happened, and so I was fine with that. But so if you guys believe that she died, then what were we viewing? Uh, we're viewing her her thoughts. It was all about her, and to yeah. me, it was it was her going. She died alone, like that lady with the first seat. The first episode of season three, we see the lady with the white. She's on the roof, and her kids and her 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 son and husband disown her, and all that stuff. And she dies alone. Nora died alone, but she wanted to find love again. And it was all about getting love from Kevin. Mm-hmm. And Kevin comes back into her life, and he doesn't know who she is. Come on, I mean, so you, think like, that, like, you think that Australia was her purgatory? Yeah, and another thing too, if she if she crossed over into another, if she crossed over, and there's like I said this on the podcast, there's only two percent over there. You really want to go without being found? Just stay with the two percent. Go to Australia with the two percent. There's probably five people left in Australia, right? So just stay over there. No one's ever gonna find you ever again. Am I right? Right. So anyway, I'm I'm not buying it. Okay, well, like my my confusion was not with the last episode; it was the one before it, because you're clearly setting up alternate universes in this la- in the next last episode with him going, you know, because he's not really dying, but he's going to this other area where all these other people are alive, but it's clearly not the dimension that the two percent went to because the daughter doesn't know anything about her dad, you know, like and so you're like, okay, so what's up with this? And then you could argue that with Nora, too. It's like, oh, she actually went to the alternate dimension and realized she didn't belong there. Right. So that was like my confusion. I was like, okay, so what's the whole point of the next last episode then if that alternate universe is not the one that the one Nora went to? Like, what was the, what was the entire purpose of the episode? I didn't – that I, confused I, I, me. My theory is that they, they, they did it – okay, we're going to – we can't answer all the. We're not gonna. We're not going down that road where we're trying to answer all the questions. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna. We're gonna tell the story, and it's up to you to decide what you think it is. I think that's how. I just think that's how they left it because they had so, so many. <clears throat> I think that being said, I think that I, I, I give a hat tip to Lindelof and what's that, what's the other guy's name? Um, um, drawn a blank. Whatever his name is. Um, <laughs> hat, hat tip to them. They 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 did a really nice job of leaving the ambiguity shall i say soprano style um to to foster this what we're talking about i mean they actually set that finale up in a way that you could interpret it in five to ten fifteen yeah it's any way you want to go what well sopranos was kind of like what happened my tv right Mm-hmm. This, I mean, with that being said, like, I, I mean, great. That's good. Good for them. But at the same time, I, I didn't feel it to be a series finale for me. Again, it was much more of a character finale. And I, I know that I, I shouldn't go in, shouldn't have, and I, I don't need to go into it expecting to get all the answers as they said they weren't going to give them. Um, I just, 
I don't know. It it I, it wasn't as amazing. Whereas, in like the Rotten Tomatoes, if there was a Rotten Tomatoes for TV series, this is getting like a ninety-seven from viewers. Well, I, I think they do have in, one for TV series, don't they? Oh, do they really? I think. Um, they do. But for me, I'm like, yeah, it was good. I'll, I'll I'll give it a fresh rating, but I don't I don't think it's <laughs> I don't I don't think it's uh, one you're of the best. It, you're, you're giving it a cheese rating. Like I actually think I actually think, and I'll stand by this. And I know there's a lot of just you know dissenting opinions on this but i still think the lost finale is better um because you got that scene spoiler alert in lost where the, the people of sound mind when you're when, not when you're at the water cooler talking about oh they're already, they've all been dead the whole time no that's not that's not what we got, you know true lost fans get right. the ending of lost right and i think that that for me as a as a as a real lost fan, I was so satisfied with how it did end. The the average viewer of Lost, not the diehard, didn't get that appreciation. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to put Lost on top. If I think if, the if, hard, uh, hardest thing for TV show is the start and the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think any show because if you don't get it off to a good start, you're gone. I mean, you're you're not going to get carried over. Even though the leftovers start out pretty weak. And they just stuck with it, but the ending is. But you look at Dexter. Dexter would be would make most people's top ten list first four or five seasons. Uh, I but gave up the, after the fourth or fifth season. Whatever the, the, fi- the final season is so bad, so bad that it, I I could never put it in my top ten. And, and love the, the first four seasons are great. Then the fifth season's okay. Sixth season, okay. What are we doing here? I think it was seventh season. I go, man, what did you do to this show? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, they, Dexter had a Mrs. Landingham moment for me. And I was like, no, no, you can't. Yeah. Well, I always said Dexter with the with the one guy in the final season, the young kid. He should have. Well, he should have. He should have killed. Well, I won't spoil anything. But don't watch it. It's a waste of time. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, I, I've had a chance. You know, I, I see it on there and I go, I, maybe I want to rewatch Dexter. No, I don't. Nick, you, you, look, you look like you have something to say. Well, yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I agree with you about Lost. That I love the Lost finale episode because I get what it was. I get the ending. But Illyrio and I came to the same conclusion about loss and is what fr- has frustrated. I've said this probably two or three times, you know, on, on podcast. Was a little upset that they didn't have healthcare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just the fact that like, I loved lost, you know, in the beginning so much because yeah, you, yeah. you have so many mysteries or so many things and they admitted that they had the beginning and they had the end, like Jack said. And so they had to fill in a lot of things in between to get there and I felt that the last season of Lost was not only rushed, but it, it it they didn't fill in a lot of character development that was necessary to make. Because like it really went from five seasons of just greatness. Not I mean, because four and five are kind of wishy washy, but it went from you loving all these characters and really wanting to know what's going to happen to all of a sudden you're introduced to man in black and Jacob. And you're like, who the heck are these guys? And you get their importance of like, Oh, okay. Like they've been there the whole time. And it, but it became that last season came about them. And like, it was always their struggle to 
keep the bottle court and he was wanting to escape. And you're like, okay, so how does this tie into all these characters that we've known for five seasons? And they, they, they copped out on that. It basically was just Jacob saying, Oh, well your lives sucked anyway. So I brought you here. And that to me was the worst thing in the world. Uh, just as it made it about Jacob and man in black. And, but at the end you got satisfied of like, you know, your life would have sucked. And, but like you're, your sharing and your your struggles on the island is what bonds you together, and now you're happy and blah blah. It's it's great, but it just to me it just didn't give me the overall happiness I yeah. wanted. Uh, whereas in like leftovers, I would agree with you. Like I like the series from beginning to end. It's not the greatest series in the world, like some people are saying, but it's it's I I'm satisfied with it. I liked it, but would I buy it like I did Lost? No. Well, see, Nick, it's interesting you mentioned that too because. What you just described is the exact opposite of what Leftovers did, right? The Leftovers gave you all of that character development, right? Yeah. right? Um, whereas well, also you mentioned... The le- the, what the Leftovers did to season one, they cut a lot of characters out. They, cut, yeah. they, tri- they trimmed the fat. They brought some new characters in season two, but they brought some amazing actors in that helped right. carry season two to make season two... Because if you came to me and said, okay, what's the best season of Leftovers? I go, season two is just perfect. I mean, it's just literally perfect. And I loved three, it. Season three, it's great. I mean, I just the acting, the writing, everything. It's just the music. I think we were talking about yesterday. It's just perfect. And I, I just yeah. can't. I just can't go. Uh, I hated it because I mean, I just I didn't wasn't satisfied. I just it was. Well, it's, but, it's little yeah. things that it's little things that bother me. Like, what was the purpose of Liv Tyler? What's the purpose of Patty? What's the you know, like? What's the whole purpose of a lot of things? Like is the, the, the purpose actually- of Patty was to have someone to antagonize Kevin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually loved. I loved her character. I thought she was hysterical. She's in. Um, uh, uh, she's a great actor. She's in uh, Handmaid's. Um, I watched okay, Handmaid's yeah. and she's great. And she's just a fantastic, fantastic actress. Yeah, but Nick, back to your point you were mentioning before is that like. You know what the, you? I think you agree with me about the the lost finale, the actual yeah. ending, right? The actual ending, um, yeah. Which is the exact opposite of what season three was essentially for leftovers for me. Like, I felt like that we probably got a more complete story out of the season, right? But I don't think we got a complete series finale, which is I think it's a, the the complete flip side when it comes to Lost. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's no yeah, show that's yeah. perfect, but you know, because I know it's good though, and, and, yeah. and I don't want I don't want anyone listening to to misconstrue this as me like trying to, to so, trash so, talk the show. So wait a minute, are you calling? I just gotta get this straight. Are you calling all the people who like the leftovers a holes? A holes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, I think I think it's I, you know, I don't dispute people. If you don't like it, you don't like it. The only thing I hate about people with loss when they didn't like it, but they were wrong about they what get it, it. Was about, it wasn't about. No, they weren't dead the whole time. No. Again, again, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time trying to f- defend a show. Either you like or you don't, dude. It's but, so funny, like you mentioned, because there have been so many conversations where I've literally busted out the whiteboard to draw it out <laughs> and like, like draw lines of like time. And I'm like, you guys, just just follow me here. This is how it works. Like, like they they all, but just. God, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I go because we got we got. I've said this before. We got so much hate mail from people going, "Oh, you're sellouts. You're just working for ABC." I go, "Where's my check?" I'm Seriously? Not, I, I, oh yeah, it was bad. You know, the people that hate, "Oh, you guys are just sellouts. Just 
tell the truth. I go, I am telling the truth. I liked, I, and again, I saw it with 2000 people. Mm. So it was, it was the atmosphere was number one, was just amazing. But I ended up right. watching it three more times that weekend. I watched it uh, that, that night when I went back to the, uh, or the, maybe the next day I went back to the hotel. I watched it on the plane going back. I watched it when I got back home. I, I liked it. I, I mean, it was, it was satisfying. And like I said, I liked the leftovers. It was good. I'll, I'll tell you, like I said, I flat out tell you, Dexter was terrible. Yeah. Terrible. And I worked for Showtime. I'm kidding. Well, like, you know, Jack and I have always agreed, like, um, it's not, I mean, it's not the greatest series ever, but the most satisfying series to watch from beginning to end is Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. Yeah. Uh, I love that show. I would put it higher than Lost as in just satisfaction, not as in drama or writing or anything else. But you can watch that complete series and, and leave it and be like, oh, that was a good series. You're not like, oh, that episode sucked or that season sucked. Like, no, but, no, all of it's good. You will get people that say, Oh, but they were making up as it go along, so I don't like it. What does that have to do with anything? Was it was it done well? Mm-hmm. What, and the people didn't like the ending. I'm like going, well, I did like the ending. I like the ending. Yeah, it, it was it was moving. It was. I I mean, because I mean, they've told you from the very beginning this has all happened and it'll happen again, and yeah. that's not to be too spoilery, but that's kind of the ending of Battlestar Galactica. It's like, oh, right. that makes sense. You brought it full circle. Cool. Yeah, you know. And then, like, I think I might I, have I, to put that on my list of rewatch. Oh, we're going to be doing a. We might be doing a podcast on it. Oh, cool! Oh. Mike, uh, but like Deadwood, I, I've said a thousand times, Deadwood has no ending, and it's my favorite show of all time. It literally has no ending. There's no conclusion. There's no nothing. It just it just stopped, and then I get whatever HBO and and the writer couldn't get along, and so they just said, "Ah, well, heck, we're we're gone. We're gone." But it has no ending. But I love that show. I've watched yeah. it. I don't. I don't even know how, can't even tell you how many times I've watched it, and I, I just, I just the, the writing, the acting, the directing, everything is it's just a perfect show from start to finish. I know a lot of people can't watch it because of the language. The language is, it's rough, but yeah. I like it. Get over it. You listening to us? <laughs> I mean, well, Nick said Nick said a hole, but yeah, he went full Monty on it. So I know, man. We just got a bad review on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stuff right, to be anyways. a PG show. So uh, th- this is not the leftover podcast, but uh, thank you for letting me kind of uh, divulge. No, no and- so, uh, so now you guys can come back into the fold. And uh, yes. So, so well, I guess this is the point where we get to where Nick, what's going on with your life? Uh, how many women are you dating this week? Did you go to a Dodger game by yourself? I saw Jim uh, Watari was upset that you didn't kind of ask him to go to the game. You know, it's funny because like, and, and he's a Dodger fan. He's a Dodger. It's because I always forget that Jim lives in L.A. and <laughs> and I, I don't, don't know. Think, why. I don't think you're helping your case on that. I know. Well, it's, I would have told. I love Jim. I mean, Jim's awesome. It's just Jim, I don't consider this a formal invitation. Come with me to Fenway Park <laughs> anytime you want. I will take you to Fenway Park if you can get your ass out here to Boston. I can say that right. Yeah. If yeah. you can get out to Boston, I will take you to Fenway. Uh, unlike other people who won't take you to the ballpark, who had a, which is, who had a no. ticket, who had a ticket, but anyway, oh my god, and a good ticket at that. <laughs> uh, anyway, now like I did go on a random, because you know, remember, remember how I told you I couldn't find anyone to go with me, so I just started asking random people on Instagram that so, I yeah, followed. That's the favorite part. You're asking your random people. I mean, yeah, and like, <laughs> well, the thing is, is that about three days later it was like the day after. 
we did the last podcast, I actually got a response back from some girl that lives uh, one building over from me. She's like, oh, too bad. I just now saw this. She's like, let's go have lunch on Sunday. I'm like, okay. Like, don't know her at all. So I was like, it all, you know, that was nice. So, what so she, I, I'm asking so, all these random people on Instagram. Meanwhile, Jim is yeah. at home listening to the podcast and just finished a fifth of, boy, of, of Jack Daniels um, <laughs> drinking his sorrows away. <laughs> I probably would have rubbed it in my face, you know, because the Dodgers won. You know, we wouldn't have been friends at Comic Con. Wait, is that really the reason why you didn't? All right, let's let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> is the reason why you didn't invite Jim to go with you to the game is because, because he, he, he no. rubbed it in your face and he voted for bacon. He voted for yeah. He probably did vote for bacon. Of course he did. He's a man of sound mind. He sends me <laughs> he sends me crap every now and then about the Dodgers pot. But like, I'm going to argue about the Padres. <laughs> Come on now. I just thought, I just thought it was funny when I saw that. I said, I freaking, I said poor Jim. He's a big Dodger fan. And Nick had great seats. And he's asking strangers, hey, can you be my friend and go to the game? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never I'll never forget that, though, ever again. Now, like, oh, oh I'll like Jim. <laughs> you know what Jim's going to say next time? I can't go. I can't go. Yeah. Sorry. You blew it, Nick. You know what you, you, know you should have done is you should have invited Cliff and had him get all the way to the stage and be like, I only have one ticket, though. No. <laughs> if you listen like, to the here's God, a radio, so, you can listen to it outside the stadium. That'd be so funny. Like, Cliff, you want to go to Dodger's game? Cool. And like, we start walking and, up there. I'm like, do you have your ticket, Cliff? What? It just gave him a Dodger dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No. Just meet him at the gate, like, oh, just, here's your hot dog. Just, just a dry just, dog. Just the bun. Take the hot dog, dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Awesome. I'll tell you right now, I don't go I hot dog. I don't go bun hot dog. I you gotta have some stuff in it there. Oh yeah. yeah. I've said it. But no mustard for you. Oh, I can't stand mustard. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I only like mustard on uh on bratwurst or uh that's really about it. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't like that kind of thing. I didn't like the I smell actually made of mustard. Steak mustardo for dinner. Dinner last night. It was delicious. What's steak uh-huh. mustardo? Uh, you sear. Uh, I had a couple of fillets. And I seared one side, and on the I, I flipped them over, and then on the seared side, I actually spread a little bit of Dijon mustard, yeah. and some salt, and some pepper, and some uh, and some uh, uh, like heavy cream. So you kill I whipped that. I whipped, I whipped the heavy cream with the the, the, the Dijon what, mustard. What, what kind of cream? Heavy uh, cream. Just heavy cream. Heavy <laughs> cream. Yep. And then I don't, then, have, the, uh, I don't have the light cream. I put, no light cream. And then I, I put um, I put those back into the oven for another uh, seven or eight minutes or so, and a, a nice side of uh, of uh, sweet potato fries, and it was delicious. I don't like sweet potato fries. Yeah, I've never been a big fan of sweet potatoes. We were getting all these different meals from like Blue Apron and all those different things, and every meal came with sweet potato fries. What is the deal with it? I don't like them. Why do we keep getting the sweet potato fries? And the worst part is we had to cut the sweet potatoes to get to the fries. Like, come on, send me send me something else. How about just a potato? It, it must be like there must be like a huge surplus in yams slash sweet potatoes in, in your local farms because I, I actually did some I volunteered some time. Uh, working at a uh, like a food, um, it, it wasn't like one of those pay for things. It was like it was more like a, a co op as opposed to like a Blue Apron. But yeah. I volunteered at this. It's a nonprofit co op, and 
um, I sorted through probably two tons of of uh, sweet potatoes. There's like there there was a lot of sweet potatoes being distributed in that co-op, and I don't know if it might, if it's if there's any farmers out there, tell us why. Why, why is our sweet potatoes so prevalent? <laughs> because um, nobody wants them. <laughs> I, I love them, man. I love them. And, and actually, I, I never got into sweet potatoes until my daughter was born because she would just crush sweet, sweet potato mash. Loved them. Now she won't touch them. Yeah. Uh, my oldest daughter liked it when she and she ate. She eats nothing. And she loves sweet potatoes i used to say that when she was feeding her and she would open her mouth i get be able to get the spoon because i hated feeding her because nobody wanted to feed her because she was so picky and literally you'd sit there for an hour trying to feed her i go just yeah. please eat just eat just eat jay no problem my youngest one no problem heather <laughs> heather if you're listening your father did not just call you a pain in the a <laughs> Yeah, like my parents, I mean, I wasn't at a, a picky eater. I was just a slow eater. And so my parents would just throw it on the counter and say, eat when you want. <laughs> and then your mom so, would come up with a mask and go, ah, ah, <laughs> and, You know, my mom was a horrible cook, though. So, I mean, she is horrible. I still don't eat hardly anything she makes me. Uh, so that's why I was such a slow eater because I have to eat this, but I'm going to take my sweet time into eating it. My mom. Because I like, I always hated her spaghetti because it was just horrible. And my sister's the same way. She still won't eat spaghetti this day because mom was so bad. And then I started making baked ziti when I got in college. I was like, wow, I didn't know pasta could be this good. <laughs> you, know? You, know, you know what makes it good? Cheese. Yeah, cheese makes it good. Uh, and um, so mom heard from somebody that I was I like ziti. And so she tried to make it. But the thing is, mom is one of the stingiest people in the world. So it was just basically – Penne pasta with a hint of marinara and a hint of cheese. And then she'd put it in the oven. So basically, there was no moisture in the penne. It was just hard noodles with a hint of cheese. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> and, and it's just like, and how do you tell your mom, please don't make this again? <laughs> so. Well, I, I didn't because I'd get smacked. But there is it, later on in life, I, my mom used to make scalloped potatoes. And this, she had this iron cast blue i think it's blue gray type bowl with a silver top that had a little thing on it and every time i saw that in the kitchen stuff like oh god but i never said it because i didn't want to get smacked but <laughs> i hated scalloped potatoes and we had scalloped potatoes all the time but i had to eat them if they were on my plate you had to eat them mm. so i told her later in life about, oh, about 20 years ago i told her i said okay this is all i want from you when you die i want that bowl you used to cook the scalloped potatoes in i'm gonna have you cremated i'll put you in the bowl <laughs> tape it up <laughs> And that I'll put it on my mantle, and that's how I'll remember you. Nice. <laughs> and she said, she said, okay. Because every time I saw that bowl, I was like, I walked by the kid, like, oh my God, how am I going to eat these scalloped potatoes again? I just don't like them. That's like me with yellow squash. Uh, my grandfather, for anyone who doesn't know, I grew up on a farm. So uh, my grandfather, as he uh, was approaching his death, was becoming senile. And he planted, I think, three or four acres. Like, everything we grew vegetable-wise was just for us, for the family. So we had lots of – but he, he – I don't know so, why. So you didn't, sell it, you didn't sell the stuff on the farm? We, 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 we grew we – we had a nursery. So okay. we sold trees and things. But we had a few acres set aside for our personal food. Okay. And, uh, and weed. I guess, and weed. <laughs> uh, That's where the money is. 
But for some reason, yeah, I guess he just forgot where he was planting that. But he planted like three or four solid acres of yellow squash for like seven people, you know. And so I ate it every day, uh, I think, for four or five months solid in the summer of 98. And I, I think I've had it two times since then. Like every time mom makes it, mom's like, I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's just because I, I just refuse to eat it. Even though it's, it can be very good. It's just, I just, you put I a just virgin olive oil on it. Yeah. Put some olive oil on it, some pepper. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. My, I'll tell my you, I made a very unconventional dinner this evening. I made a salad. Wow. <laughs> it was, is it, it's actually pretty killer. Uh, you put bacon bits, salad, bacon though. bits on it. There is no bacon, but there's tons of cheese in it. Um, <laughs> I made a. Uh, I, That's I made what a, makes uh, cheese so great. You can put it on anything. That's right. <laughs> I actually I, I made a, a chicken Caesar salad. I did like a rosemary seasoned chicken, which was fantastic. And then I took a, a ciabatta roll, uh, ciabatta bread roll, and I, I cut That's it. It's just up. fun to say. I made croutons out of it. So I did just kind of drizzled olive oil, salt, pepper all over and threw it in the oven for a bit. And I made a little homemade croutons and on the salad. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I, liked, I like I to made, cook. I made steak and rice today. There you go. Yeah. We have a little steam rice. I don't know how to work the steam I told my daughter, I said, can you put the rice on? And she was like, I'm not eating it. I go, just put the rice on. I go, She's moving out in a week. They're, they, her and her husband, have bought a house, so they're moving out. Which is, uh, their dog whines, their dog poops out everywhere. There's, they, they bought a puppy to get in their new house, and this dog, it's cute. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a, it's a husky, beautiful oh, dog. God. It's a beautiful dog. I have bite marks all over me because I'll be sitting there on my. It, we'll have it on our bed because we have to watch it sometimes. And it'll just come up and just play with. It just grabbed hold of your arm and won't let go. I go, you're. You're biting me. You're biting me. And it's just like I'm all bloodied afterwards. I go, mm. oh, you stupid dog. But you look at <laughs> Was this purchased before or after they get married? Uh, after. Yeah. After. Because my, my daughter goes, I can't wait to have kids. I can't wait to have kids. She's had this dog for two weeks. I'm never having kids because this dog whines and cries and mm. whines and cries and poops and pees. You got to get up every two hours to let it out. Uh, it rips everything up. I said, and you're bringing this into your new house. But yeah. they're like complaining because I said, get used to they're they, they, they're going to be on a tight budget. So they're having to eat like peanut butter and jelly. And I go, get used to it. You're yeah. going to be eating that for a little while because they're, well, I mean, you know, they're, just, they're just starting out. So, well, I mean, the Husky is one of the worst dogs to have in the South because you have to keep them indoors because they have so much fur. Right. Because the heat will kill them if you leave them outside. And then they shed like crazy. So if you have carpet or like really good furniture, you can kiss that goodbye. We have a border collie, and this sometimes she comes out of her kennel. Poof! <laughs> like a, is there another? Is there another dog in there? She got this big old kennel, but she goes, poof. But you, same thing, you can't keep her outside because she has so much fur, and you know she's—I don't know—and but she chases after the. Uh, it's it's crazy. I, I don't know why we have more animals, and but we're losing two cats and another. We're losing a cat, and the two cats are taking and the dog. So life will be good. There you go. I think, I, I think we're cutting our cable after that too. Where I said, "Let's just cut the cable, just cut it." Boom. Just I think we talked about that once. Where like I, I'm, I'm still waiting for the because I can't see cable, actual true cable, keeping the way it is now. Uh, because you have so many competitors now that's like, oh, eight bucks a month or whatever. 
Whereas, and they're going to start, I, I think they should, I've been saying it for years, they should do a la carte cable where it's like, oh, I only, I only want History right. Channel. I only want Discovery Channel. I only want HBO. I, you know, I want like I, I, my five channels I watch on a daily basis and that's it and charge me 20 bucks and I'm happy. It's, you know, that yeah, way man, it's called, it's called Hulu plus HBO now done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I'm saying for the cable companies though, I was like, you've got to yeah. adapt or fail. Yeah. Cause my it's wife true. and I were, we were talking to, I said, look, I go, I don't watch regular TV anymore. I just don't. I don't I don't have time, number one, especially with our work schedule as crazy it is, and I just watch Hulu. I watch Hulu, Netflix, and Amazon Prime. So I'm I'm actually getting to a a, a weird slash cool news story if we slide down to the um It's not that one did here. you post that one, Nick? I put two up, but I don't like the really ramble cast material. <laughs> yeah, I, I just kind of glanced over that one. I go, Are you kidding me? That's <laughs> yeah, a thing? Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. So I think we, we got to talk about it. Okay. To 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 slide actually, if we might be going towards a um, what's oh my god, what's the media junkyard segment? Um, the tech segment that everyone hated. Um, <laughs> but uh, so there's there's a service called Plex. If you're not interested, if you're not understanding what Plex is, it's a media server software that you can uh, download for your computer. It allows you to take like your entire library of music, TV shows, movies, wherever you have stored in your hard drive and you can serve it up to an Apple TV or your phone or your iPad or uh, any tablet or any device that you have uh, connected to your, your, your internet. But they also just um, announced that there was once in beta is actually now being released to all of their users. And it's called the Plex live TV and DVR. So what you do is if you have a specific set top box, there's a number of them you can purchase. that will work. Uh, essentially what you need is a device that you can take um, an input from a digital antenna, which you can get for like 15 bucks, you mount up on the wall, or you get like a, a big, huge one you can mount to your house. And you just take the coaxial cable from that antenna, which gets your broadcast channel. So all your ABC, CBS, NBC, Fox, um, all of those channels, which are normally free over the air, which many people don't realize. You can get all that stuff for free in 1080p. The, the way it was in the olden days. Right. It's still there. It's just it, that it all was the, the crappy channels aren't there. It still is free, and it still is free in HD if you have an antenna for it. And what this set-top box does is it takes the signal, but then Plex, the software, talks to that box and creates for you like a, uh, like a program channel guide like your cable box does. Uh, and the Plex media server also acts as a DVR, um, allowing you to record shows over the air broadcast uh, and saves to your computer and to your server or to your cloud server, however you have it, have it set up. But it's companies like this that are changing the way cable companies have to act, much like what you were saying, Nick, because they have to adapt. Um, I bought into this company. I bought like a lifetime membership to it like seven years ago. Um, and it was the best investment I've ever made because the cost of, my, of like a lifetime membership has gone up by like tenfold since I bought it. Um, but it's a great service and I'm actually looking at the market to buying that set top box. I can just plug in and have it connected to my antenna and boom, my, my problems are solved. It doesn't, it doesn't solve the problem for your cable channels though. So like your history net channel, all that stuff is still kind of up in the air. And for anybody in the, you know, the new England area, Nesson, New England sports network, which is the Red Sox and Bruins play on, um, is a cable only channel. They have not broken their, uh, broke their teeth on a, 
or cut their teeth, if you will, uh, into the internet realm. I don't know if that's due to contract obligations what, or whatever. Why don't they, it probably is contract. Uh, you think some of these major, like I, I like the only reason we keep, uh, we have, we had the highest cable package we had during the uh, uh, college basketball season, so I could watch the Aztecs. Literally playing a hundred and fifty dollars more a month just to have the Aztecs to watch some would, team I, that no one knows them. Yeah, but I but I know them. But I'd literally pay <laughs> I'd pay fifty dollars a month to get the Aztecs package. You know, I that's all I want. It's just it's just, but I can watch it on. I know I can get on on the uh, internet somewhere and watch it. The only problem is I have to watch it when it's on. But this service stops you from having to do that. Because really? you can use it as a DVR, which is fantastic. So I, now, I can get those Aztec games is what you're telling me? Out of the box and via the manual of how this service works, you <laughs> can get your over-the-air channels. But there are ways and there are means in which you can also tap into. Because um, one thing I'm debating is, do I? because another reason we have the DirecTV is before the NFL package. But I'm still on the fence whether i want to do the charger package season do i want to watch the chargers or not am i bitter or do i say okay you know what hey i don't live there anymore i don't care but i'm on the more bitter side right now so i don't know and now that everyone's save you a lot of money now now that everyone's moving out our electric bill is going to go down our cable bill is going to go down (laughs) i mean the washer and dryer won't be going not and my, my daughter Love her dearly, but she's a nurse and she has pins in her pocket. Take the pins out of your pocket before you wash your clothes. Went to go get put our sheets in the dryer because her clothes were in there. What's the first thing that pops out of the dryer when I I, I a pin? I said, "Are you kidding me?" It literally takes you two seconds. Do I have pins in my pocket? Oh, let me pull it out. She's ruined so many. Well, she ruined. Luckily, she doesn't wash her clothes with ours anymore. But the. One time I go, I go, what's all over my clothes? I go, oh my God. And, and the worst thing, it's all over the dryer. Oh, yeah. You, you got to spend a half hour cleaning that thing out. I go, oh my God, I can't wait till they move out. Ugh. What are you cleaning it for? <laughs> well, yeah, so here. It has to be done right. <laughs> so, so, Jack, re- rewind about 25 years. I don't know how old your, your daughters are, but like for where I'm at right now, it is crayons. Oh, yeah, crayons were great. Oh, were great. my goodness. They wreck havoc oh, on your dryer. They, and they stick. They you yeah. know, they stick to your clothes, too. Yeah, absolutely. I have well, a pair I, of corduroy I, pants there. Like, have a, a, a burned sienna stra- strip across <laughs> the one of the pockets. <laughs> I was watching. Speaking of crayons, it's funny because Zach was watching this. Uh, is it Bob the Builder or something like that? Oh, and, I, I, and, I, and I'm standing there and I go, wait a minute. They were showing how crayons were made. And I, I oh, sat there and watched That's literally that. my yeah. favorite episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood when he opens the door to the closet and he steps into the Crayola Crayon Factory. That was amazing. I will never forget that episode. I, I, sat, I sat there and watched it. They were showing orange crayons. I go, my first thought, I turned to Zach, I go, did they really need that many orange crayons? Are there that many people that need that many? But the whole, how they get the 64 pack and all the... I go, this is, Zach's looking at me like I'm just an idiot. I go, this is really fascinating. He goes, he's looking at me like, Papa, it's just, it's just crayons. That's what <laughs> I, I, I get in his face. But I was like, this is, I sat there and watched the whole thing. And my wife walks in, what are you doing? I go, 
I, I'm just fascinated by how they make these crayons. I go, it's just, it's just amazing. I'm just amazed so, that both of you go call them crayons. Like I always call them crayons. You know, like those two. Oh, you're one words. of those. Oh, yeah, you're, you're a cheese guy. You know what yeah. makes uh, crayons better? Cheese. They're crayons. <laughs> cheese makes everything better. Doesn't matter what it is. So, Jack, if you if you find the the manufacturing methods of crayons fascinating, <laughs> um, you would absolutely love the TV show How It's Made. If you haven't watched it yet, How It's Made. Oh, welcome to the rest of your binging life. It's a thirty minute show, and it literally is an episode. Yeah, that show's been around that, forever. That, that shows two different, there's like two, I think there's like two 15 minute segments or whatever, maybe three 10 minute segments, but it's exactly like that scene where they show you how to make the crayons. They make every, 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 Whoa, whoa, what happened? What happened to Chris there? Uh oh. You didn't hear that? Every, 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 every. It's Chris Headroom. Yeah. No, uh, I, so yeah, the, the show is amazing. Have, so, much, so much. I used, to, I used to like shows like how the states got their shapes and yeah, stuff like that. that. You should buy that book too. That's a good book. This is just I, how you how the shape how the states got their shapes. It's more detailed. More detailed. I used to love that. That guy was actually on a. He was on a show. He was on uh, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Really? He's the, he's a lawyer on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay. I think I know you're talking about. I'm, lo- I'm looking at it. I go, who is this guy? Who is this? I go, every how the state's got their shape. I go, there, I, I can I can sleep tonight. Because sometimes I, I will literally have to look it up. I'm sure we're all the same way. I, I have to go on, you know, Google it, find out what the show episode was, just to find out who that person was. No, I'm only one? Yeah. Oh, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. <laughs> Very rare. Anywho. Yeah. I mean, I, I I like to go to uh, you know, jandjack.com first to to, <laughs> to to go to Google, and then and look them up. Because you know what I like to do, I like to thank our patrons. Because <laughs> without them, shows like this wouldn't be possible. The broadcast, the almost said married man, the ramp new ramblecast, leftovers, Game of Thrones is coming back, and much much more. Uh, become a patron. Go jandjack.com slash. Just go to jjack.com. There's a button there. Become a patron. <laughs> you go to jjack.com for everything. 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 <laughs> it is everything. If you go there, also, there's a thing. Click on for Amazon. And you go on Amazon, and every little penny helps shows like this. Oh, one. I got my cutting board. and things bitching. Love it. We ordered a lot. Be, of that stuff. might be the happiest response to a cutting board ever. We yeah. ordered. A, we ordered a lot. <laughs> it's just a. It's a board. <laughs> on our left. On our leftovers podcast yesterday, I screwed up. I I can't believe I made this error. I said, I go what? He's in the two percent. He's making. Oh, I can't. I'm spoiling everyone. So never mind. I said. E, I said eBay instead of Amazon. And then I. You later, did. I later corrected. I said. I looked down. I go. You stupid jerk. What? what I, actually, it's more <laughs> language. I go. Say when you have a chance here. Switch it to Amazon. Anyway, so I, I actually, if you want to talk about your your Amazon picks, which I, I will quickly, I'm currently in the market to buy a garbage disposal, and garbage disposals are way cheaper on Amazon.com slash Jane Jack. Yes, you put, it, you, you put it in your shower. Significantly, put in your shower. Okay, Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I made it while I was bathing. Yeah. <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, so I'm, 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 I might be buying a, uh, a, a garbage disposal on Amazon soon. There you go. They can be easy to replace, or if you if they're all rusted on the bottom, and you can't get the. Damn I don't have bottom. one, so oh, you don't. You, you, know, I'm you don't have a garbage disposal. No. no, I never had one until I think this apartment. Uh, they're they're pretty neat. They, and, they and are. I mean. I prepare a lot of food and I'm throwing it. It always clogs up my sink when I'm trying to clean stuff off and it just, it drives me crazy. They, so they work, they work great until you're, I'm I'm not throwing anyone on the bus, but maybe my wife and daughters, they don't, they throw things in there that shouldn't be in there. Like a corn on the cob thing where, you know, those don't go in there. No, they don't. Actually, the one I saw on Amazon says, you can put corn in the cob in this. In no, this I'm not talking about corn. In the cob. I'm talking about the things that hold the little things that hold the corn in the cob. <sighs> oh, the, yeah. yeah, the little spike things that hold. Well, I don't know. It's probably well, a yeah, for it. they're metal. Yeah, you shouldn't have those because I get it. But uh, sometimes, <laughs> hey, something's in the garbage disposal. I go, I, well, I'm sure it's something that doesn't belong in there. I just remembered I did have a garbage disposal for one week in college. Uh, I lived in a really crappy apartment in the heart of Knoxville. And I had, a, like a lot of people, you have a cup that's for all your spare change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, a couple of my fraternity brothers maybe came into my apartment, and they, we were all just hammered. And I guess one of them was looking for a cup of water or something and just threw all my change in the sink. <laughs> and then filled up the cup of water, drank it, passed out. So, like, the next day or two days later or whatever, I turn on the garbage disposal, and it just, like, what the hell is that? And I remember later, like, when they the landlord came in, it was just full of pennies and dimes that were just, just mangled up and just all within those blades. And he's like, the yeah. Blade, yeah. I was like, Nick I'm says not, that doesn't make any sense. That don't make any sense. Like, what? How did I, 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 I wanted some yellow summer squash. Yeah, but, what uh, happened? <laughs> he, uh, but that was the, my one experience with a garbage disposal before now. <laughs> yeah, I, I learned you, you kind of get you get a back of a like a broomstick and you kind of shake it in there trying to move the blades around and stuff like that. It's it's. Oh my god! It's it's a nightmare when they don't work. It's like the internet, like Jay. When the internet's working, it's great. When it's not, it's a pain in the neck. Anyways, you can find your next garbage disposal or <laughs> anything else that you might want to purchase. And if you do so, please go to Amazon.com slash J and Jack because all the purchases you make via that link help contribute to the production of the shows just like this one or the uh, any other shows on the J and Jack network, uh, like the broadcast or uh, the upcoming Game of Thrones podcast, and uh, yeah, or, or, so go or, ahead and support. Speaking of that, like Fargo, uh, Game of Thrones is uh, it's interesting because you know the, the newest book has not been released, so I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> and then here's, they delayed. Here's, it. Our, here's everyone's favorite segment: what happens in the books? And Nick goes, "I don't know. Nothing's out." It doesn't help, but like, yeah. And then they they postponed the next season, not for 2018, but for 2019, which is six episodes only. It's like you wait, lazy. what? What? Yeah. Like that's the rumor. What? The, the, and, man, just finish the show. Yeah, and then they've got I four got, I got, spinoffs. I got podcast to do four yeah. spinoffs. They're gonna have four Game of Thrones spinoffs. Well, I always said they could keep going. They can yeah. go different directions. So, Nick, you're gonna be busy. 
I am going to be busy. But the thing Podcast. is that the, uh, George R. R. Martin has already said that the uh, the spinoffs are not going to be the Dunkin' Egg Tales, which is the only spinoff he has currently. They're not going to be Robert's Rebellion, which happens just prior to Game of Thrones. So it's like, what are you going to do? <laughs> if they offer him enough cash, well, you say, know, Nick, okay. what they say, what happens in Westeros stays in Westeros. Hmm. <laughs> Until we sell out the rights for lots of cash. <laughs> lots of money. money. Money, money, money. Money makes the world go around. I don't know. Do we have any feedback? Um, we, have, we have a call, but I can't play because I never got that. I just assumed Jay <laughs> oh. would have it. So um, it, was, right. it was someone who's – I just saw the gist of it. I, didn't, I just saw the – I didn't play it, but it, you know how it gives you the kind of what it yeah. said? Was it someone bitter over bacon? No, it's so bitter that they, they don't like the fact that we went PG. Oh, and we, well. we've, had, we've had a few people who haven't liked it. But I, I think for the most part, like Nick... Well, son of a... Mother! I think I'm so... I think, sorry. I think, I think in the long run, you, you're going to enjoy it. Because we're still talking about topics. We just don't talk. We just don't swear or anything like that, right? No. But sometimes a good well, swear emphasizes... Your point. Yes, Emphasis. Sure. But don't forget, if you're looking for the vulgarity, if you're looking for the uncut, the unfiltered, the uncensored Ramblecast, you know what's it's the uh, Ramblecast uh, what do we call it? After, <laughs> after, after dark. After dark. After dark. <laughs> Ramble Ramblecast after dark and might that, be the is show. That, is that next week? We should do that next week. We haven't done yeah, it yet. Yeah. yeah, let's do it next so week. So Nick. How does one get to listen in to Ramblecast After Dark? You need to be a patron at J and Jack Patrons, I guess. <laughs> Donate all, at least a dollar. A dollar. A buck a month gets you all the swears you want. Yeah. So next week we'll be doing the uh, the Ramblecast After Dark, which will be the uncensored, non-PG version of We and, Four. And, and uh, Jay, or Jay, Jay may or may not be here. Most likely not. He doesn't like swears. He doesn't have internet. He's precious. He makes, he makes flower arrangements now. So. Well, he's probably happy because his in-laws are coming in today, I think. Ooh, today, 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 Wednesday? Yes, so his in-laws are here today. So who's not happy about that? Everybody loves their in-laws. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Which weird, uh, which uh, weird news did you want to read, Jack? I put two up. I don't, I don't even have it in front of me. Okay, well, I mean, like, which? Uh, okay, I have one about the wasp nest, and then I it, have one about the London London citizen. The London what? Uh, during the uh, the London Bridge attack, there was a. Oh. Okay, well, since I already kind of started talking about that, and I'll just read that one. That's a quick well, one. Well, I guess I guess you have to. Okay. So everyone knows, sadly, there was an attack in London last week on the London Bridge. Well, apparently, in very typical English fashion, there was a soccer or football hooligan on the bridge who was a fan of Millwall, apparently. I don't know that that soccer club, but he, in his quote, they had, a very, they had these very long knives that started shouting about Allah. And then I was like, Islam, Islam, Islam. And like an idiot, I shouted back at them. And I needed to take a, a pee. <laughs> <out of the, laughs> I knew that's where you were going with it. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, out of these 
bleep. <laughs> so I looked at him and I said, Oi! F you! I'm with Millwall! And then they came up with the knives. <laughs> That's so I awesome. I didn't think about my safety at the time because I'd already had four or five pints in me. It was nothing major. I can handle myself. But I was with an old with an old chap instead of my usual mates. And so the whole fight was just out of order. They only got me a couple of times, though. <laughs> you know what? Like, in, in, in the light of a terrible tragedy of all the things that happened in London, you know, there's there's something about that story that kind of like makes me feel good about people, right? There's like yeah. there's people that, that that's call it patriotism, call it whatever you want to call it. There's but it just it's people standing up and being strong. And I think that's that I think that's the, the greater story there is that someone stood up in the face of of a of a terrorist looking to inflict death and harm amongst people. Um, and he calls out his own football club, which is um, which is interesting. I and mean, you know, you're in England when, um, when ISIS is being uh, chased down or whoever it, I, I, I said, ISIS. I don't know if it was or not, but these terrorists I, I, are being I, chased. I, I, down. I think they did claim responsibility. Okay. These terrorists are being chased down by a bunch of hooligans. I, that, I think that's, that's, it's incredible. I mean, I, I, to get a little, you know, go back in time a little while ago when we, when we had the whole, you know, Boston marathon bombing, that was kind of like the big overwhelming, um feeling in the in the area was the whole boston strong movement and just people rising up and taking care of one one another um granted this is definitely a a smaller case of some guy who had a couple too many pints in him but um the lighter side of of a terrible story i guess you could say yeah i i recently saw that movie with mark Wahlberg. Uh, oh did you really uh, any good is it patriot games or patriot 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 day Patriot Day. I liked it. It was, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things where the story is kind of depressing, but you yeah. know, what what they went through, what you know, a lot of the characters were true. I think Mark Wahlberg's character wasn't, but it, it just sit there and go, God, just the crap that ha-. I because I, you know, I remember. I think I text. I think I sent you a message. Are are you guys all right? Because they were going door to door to door. It just, it yeah. just was a crazy situation. And what's going on in London? I used to go, Come on, God, you know, just. I mean, I don't know how I, I don't have the answers that not to get political. I don't have the answers on how to stop it. I mean, I don't know if you can, but it's just you should be able to go out and watch a concert and go out and on, walk on the bridge in London and go out and walk anywhere without anybody doing anything to you. Yeah. And it's just sad that, well, that you can't do that. So as, as you know, um, per Jack's request, I've been catching up on the West Wing. Um and I just watched an episode the other night or last night about one when the the White House goes on lockdown and the and the, oh, the yeah, White yeah. House staff is 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 locked in the in the uh, the mess hall with the high school students, and it was just like some some of the writing on that show is just incredible. Um, I don't know if that season predated or postdated nine eleven. Um, I think it would probably would have been predated, right? I think it's predated two thousand. They do. They, um, spoiler: alert, they do have an episode that does cover it. Okay. Because it it um, happened it ha- it happened. Before they, I think they went back and filmed it just for that thing. But it, again, not to get too political, but there's there's this one scene that really kind of stuck with me. And um, um, Josh Lyman, who is the uh, chief of staff, um, in the White House in the West, I, I think he's chief of chief of staff. Whatever. He's 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 in the he's in the West Wing. He's not, he's not chief of um, staff, but he's he's uh, communications director communications, or whatever he yeah. is. Um, 
Well, that's Toby. He was talking to the to the group about like they're like how do how do we the kids are asking like how do we do we fight terrorism, and he's like honestly he's like be able to have multiple um, uh, beliefs, be able to to look at things from different perspectives because the more perspectives that you have, the more things that you're able to accept, the more ideas that you're able to to embrace or or share with others drives them mad. Uh, are you, yeah, on, are, like you on, whole, are you in season three? Yes, I am. Okay, then that that must have been the episode. Yeah, that, that is it was, that is the episode. I thought you were still in season two. Yeah, like have having the ability to accept other perspectives and beliefs and ideas is the one thing that will defeat people like these insane. Because I always terrorists. tell people, because Nick, you haven't watched it, right? No, I haven't. Because people say, "Oh, I don't want to watch that liberal crap, and it's too political." Well, it it's it's. I think it's very fair. I go. It is from a. It, it, it is about it's from a Democratic Party, but I think it's mm-hmm. fair on how they handle everything. I, I just think and, I, I just it just and it, like you said, it has comedy it ha- and it does have episodes. Where I go, all right. Yeah, I get that. I, it, being in that position, I, like I said, I couldn't do that job. I just couldn't go. All right. Let's just bomb the crap out of those people. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. But it has sometimes but, it has to be done. And one last final plug for the West Wing. I know people are probably, probably getting this is not a West Wing podcast, but like that scene after the funeral when President Bartlett requests the Secret Service to seal the church off. Right. And he makes the long walk to the center of the church having a discussion with God. Right. Was one of the most moving scenes in television I've ever seen. Yep, and it was amazing. So, if you haven't watched it, give it a shot. I was yeah, told yeah. this for how many episodes of The Married Man to watch The West Wing, and I finally over relented, and, and I did. And I can't wait to stop recording this show so I can watch another episode. <laughs> it, 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 it is one of those shows where you, like, my wife and I have watched, rewatched it, and watched it. I don't know how many times, and it's like. We'll then watch like eight episodes. We we just picked yeah. it up the other day. We're in season five of so our eighteenth eighteenth rewatch, and we watched like seven episodes the other night because nothing on. I said so let's good. Just, let's just watch the West Wing, and it's like one more, one more, one more. Yeah, it's just it's just so well written, and the acting is just it just you can't beat a show that has great acting and yeah. great directing and the writing. You you just can't like I said the leftovers lost these shows like that. You can't beat that. And it doesn't happen all the time because there's there's some shows where you go, oh that guy's a good actor, that girl's a good actor. Oh, what's that person doing here? They're terrible. They don't fit. Like season one with Mandy. I'm so glad she's gone. Yeah, not that she was a bad actress. She it's just annoying her, as hell. Her character was just too over the top, and she didn't fit in with the rest of the group. Yeah. Anyway, Nick, you need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's so all many this, things I need to watch. All, all this glowing. You got to watch it. Yeah. If there's one thing I can say for for people listening who haven't watched it, um, I guess I the best way I can describe it is like now is probably the best time of ever to start watching it because especially now with the political climate that we have and the craziness that's actually happening in our White House right now as of like hours ago with the whole Comey investigation, the whole nine, like it's a really eye opening and educational look into 
what happens in, in in an administration, right? What happens from from a political standpoint? Like, what what are some of the, the the primary drivers as to why certain administrations do certain things, and with the timing behind them all, regardless of it's, if it's a democratic or liberal uh, view, yeah, sure it is, right? But it, it's more of a a really good idea. It's it's a really good depiction of what executive government looks like, and um. It's made me want to learn more about it, for what and it's I, worth. I think I think it does a great job. Of sh- I I think I, I can't remember what podcast I said this on. Might have been this one. Uh, that there's an episode where you'll see later on, season five, where they they're trying to save Social Security, and how nothing works is because they're so afraid. Nobody wants to do something because they're afraid they won't get elected, and yeah. that's exactly and that's just exactly what's going on. Nothing gets done because people, well, I can't do that because I got 40% of people over here and it's a, I can't do it. Well, not, not only is it that, like, I mean, not to get, I mean, we're talking politics, so let's just, I guess, keep on with it. But it's yeah. not only is it that, it's that there's constant sabotage by both sides whenever they're in party to make the other party, once they get in, look bad. Well, it's like they, uh, they, this episode that I'm talking about, they basically show that. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, because, like, you look at, like, Let's just say, because like a lot of presidents in their last few months will put in lots of regulations and a lot of last minute rules, which they know they couldn't have passed on their own through Congress. So they'll do executive orders or they'll do all these other things like that. And naturally they wouldn't pass. So the next president that comes in has to go, oh, I'm getting rid of all those things. But the only reason why the previous president did it is so he could say on his legacy, I did this, I did this, but like he knew it wouldn't pass. And then, but it's, it's, it's fodder. It's, it's ammunition for the next, for like, uh, so if it's a Democrat in office that did a bunch of stuff and then a Republican comes in and says, I'm getting rid of all this, then Democrats go, I can't believe that you got rid of that. I was like, it was in place for like two weeks, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's enough to get the news cycle going yep. to where they're like, he's an awful president because he's getting rid of this regulation. It's like, he just signed it last week and he just did it as he was leaving office. But like you, you're already losing that battle and it's just, and it's just a cycle. I want bacon. Yeah. I want bacon. (laughs) I can't believe he's against bacon. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, that's, that's what makes me frustrated with a lot of politics is that people just don't. But that's that's the way it is. And I think the West wing does a great job of showing that. I mean, you you have Martin Sheen, you have Rob Lowe, you have, uh, um, Josh Lyman, um, what's his name? Uh, Bradley Whitford. You have just—he's awesome. Just tons of talent on this show, and it's just—it's just amazing. I mean, it's it, the best part. The, what I find is it's an ensemble cast, except for Rob Lowe, I think, who got frustrated. And um, well, never mind. Some of the actors got frustrated because you know they're big stars and they just you know they want bigger parts. But I, th- I think for the most part, it, it, it just, it's amazing. You get those big stars to just accept that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mash when mash, like uh, Henry Blake left because he didn't, he wanted to be the star and you know, uh, McLean Stevenson, he wanted to be the star of the show. And he said, he goes, I'm not the star. I, I want to leave. And he was never, he'd never had, and he always regretted it. He never had the same success that he had on mash. Yeah, well, yeah. you look. There's a lot of people do like like Zach Braff and uh, 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 Topher Grace that '70s show, and uh, Zach Braff is on Scrubs. Like they both thought like, oh, I'm going to be a movie actor now, and then look yeah. at them. Neither one of them are. You don't even know who they are now. Yeah, I mean they. But I mean, going back to what I was mentioning earlier is like you know I, I can say that you know in my time of my voting time 
in the time that I've been you know, at least, you know, remotely aware of presidential administrations and, and so forth and so on, I've never felt more than I feel today, like what the is going on, right? Like w- how can all of this, I, 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 I was around with Nixon. Fair. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't, you're older than I am. <laughs> um, but like even through like, I mean, we, we all talk about, um, George Bush is like, he was kind of like the village idiot, blah, blah, blah. But we never, it, it never got to the boiling point that I feel like we have today where it really, it literally feels like, in, in my opinion, sorry to offend anyone who's listening, who's a, uh, you know, a very conservative, but like the, it feels like from what we're seeing, what we're exposed to, it feels like the white house right now is a goddamn circus. But, tr- and, but Trump, but Trump is not a conservative. No. But here, regardless, but his party is. <laughs> but like my, my point is, I've never felt concerned enough to need to know what the hell actually is happening. And I think that's why right now the timing is perfect for me watching the show because I'm getting an idea of who all these people are and what they actually do. Like I never cared about the, the, the press secretary. I never cared before Spicer. Like I never cared about you know, the communications director. I never cared about the chief of staff. I just knew they did stuff to help run the company, the, the country and everything was and, running pretty and, fairly but smoothly. You, but you have more sympathy for Spicer after seeing this because he's just doing what he's told to do. Mm-hmm. I he, do. And I don't because I feel like, I feel like Spicer's entire like presence in this particular uh, presidential administration is like, Season three, episode two or three of CJ, where she had come a complete meltdown at one of the press conferences. But I feel like that's literally him all the time. So like, I don't even think he has like the the the, the gusto or the or like the, the, the he's not sw- like smooth at all. Uh, he just kind of loses every time because he's. Well, I I I, well, I think the problem is you're, you're trying to defend. Well, you're always being attacked. And, yeah, no, no it, question. It's, it's, it's like you. Know, well, they're not my policies. I'm just I'm just doing a job. But that, right. that's that's a job you have to be able to be calm, cool, and collected. It's no like, question. You, the, but he's the, not. Weird, he's not. No, he's not. He. In fact, his first press conference, I said, I first thing I said, I turned to my wife. I said, Well, SNL's gonna have fun with this guy. And of course, yeah, they did because I go, he's coming off way too angry. You get you gotta be you gotta back off. You gotta play the game. And I think the pro- the problem with this administration is they said we're gonna be different, and no, you're not. You can't be different in Washington. I mean, they right. have a lot of a lot of their own problems, but I think the problem is they said we're just going to be different, and you can't. You yeah. got to. There's a game, and you got to play. Unfortunately, you have to play the game. But again, but to to the end, my 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 level of interest in the show is probably um, is multiplied because of trying to understand the climate right now. Like, what what who, who does all this? Like, what's the what's the deal? Like, how's this all working? And then I watch the show and I get a little bit more of an insight as to how all this works. Is I mean, you learn about it in high school, you learn about it in civics class, you learn about it in, in any government classes you might take in college, if that's kind of your thing, or you learn about it in law. But for the average American who doesn't go on to learning, you know, having a higher education in law or, or, or governmental affairs or whatever, like this is, it's completely eye-opening for me. But the catch-22 is... I'm just like, damn it! Why can't I have Josh Lyman in the White House right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why can't I have well, Luke? Josh? But, um, but but Josh makes some mistakes. Spoiler yeah. alert! Oh, for for sure. Yeah, it's that, that's fine. But, but like that, that's that's the reason why I love the show is because it's actually gotten me hook, line, and sinker of trying to understand, 
you know, wife, what it my is. Wife, my wife and I both said the first time we did a rewatch said, I would wish I could go back in time. I would love to work in the white house, but I'd have to have no kids and be single. I think I said this on another podcast. I said, I don't see how you could do that job where you're working 19 hours a day and then you're on call. You got to do this. You got to fly in across all these different things and keep a relationship. There's no way yeah. I'd be on coffee and bagels all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the thing is that you could have the, the 100% perfect politician that you, you think is the greatest person. He's a total honorable guy, honest guy, whatever. And there's always going to be someone that's going to crap on them and, and, and try to trap them. Cause like there's a good episode. I don't really like the show a whole lot, but designated survivor had a good episode where he wanted I'm the uh, president. Yeah. I, I just constantly say, yeah, I just want him to yell at people. Um, there's an episode where he wants to do something about guns, which is, you know, it's a liberal stance as in like, we got to have control. And so this, Republican or conservative, they don't really call them Republicans or Democrats, but like the conservative senator that comes in is like, oh, great, you're one of these. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reintroduce this legislature that does this. And it's a crap. They even say it's, like, it, it's a crap bill. Like it, didn't, it never even passed before Congress blew up and they all died. And it was, it was crappy then. But the only reason why the guy reintroduced it is because if the president goes, I don't want to pass that because it's a crap bill, then all of a sudden he's against guns. You know, and like yeah. it's it's all done just to trap and get an aha moment, and when like, they, that's what frustrates me. Like you say, when they add fat to a bill, they they, they put something oh. on there, and someone goes, "Well, the, they put something terrible," and then they go, "Well, I'm not voting for that." And they go, "But something's in there for well, the, for child care." Oh, you're against yeah. child care? No, yeah. no, I was against this other crap. But th that's what I hate. I go, let's just have a bill. Okay, this is the bill. Let's yeah. vote on it. But don't we yeah. can't put all our pork into it. Yeah, they put I think, they, I think they put Ryman riders. refers to it as a Christmas tree bill. Yes. Uh, riders are one of the worst things that were ever introduced in legislature. And like, yeah, you should always just have an up and down vote on a single issue bill. And then that's it. And right. it, it's, but, it's but, terrible. That, but that's not the game. Yeah. The game is to keep in power anyway. But watch the West Wing. It's amazing. So anything else we got to talk about? Because we've been here. Uh, I think Jay's <laughs> gone. But I think what I'm, I'm tell Jay is to to post he can tack on before he posts the show he can add the the interview i did and i'll just tell people right now the interview was with donald trump <laughs> i did an interview with the president of the united states number 45 i did an interview with donald trump mm -hmm. i'm just gonna say it right now uh i guess uh someone that works for his cabinet was a fan of the lost podcast and i had mm -hmm. a chance to go to washington and speak I mean, I know you try to be a good voice actor, Jack, but I don't think you're that good. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now. I'm going to tell you right now. It was in his, I believe it was in his own words. I'm going to say, I believe it was in his own words. The only time a number two is greater than number 45. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got one more news story. We can read it. We cannot read it. And then I know that Jay wanted to do a movie review of Wonder Woman, but we could wait okay. for that as well. We should like, wait for Jay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see. I didn't. But go ahead. I probably won't have time to see it. Oh, you haven't seen it yet. I well, I probably won't see it until after it's uh comes on free TV, or not free, but you know what I mean. Nothing's free anymore. How long have we been going? Uh, almost two hours. <laughs> okay, so oh. we probably should. We probably should about, wrap. about an hour and a half. I don't know. I have questions. Oh. You oh, want to for next let, time? Let, let's do some questions. All right. All so right. do the questions. Well, maybe tease a versus. Yeah, well, okay, we'll oh, okay. tease the verses. We're not going to pick the verses. Well, it, All right, so... Um, it, is, it is Boston versus me. I mean, you know. Let's go. 
<laughs> well, this is t- this is TV shows again. I did 15. Okay, so so Boston has 15. Boston has a good chance of winning. So okay. I did 15 because I thought there'd be three of you, and I was doing the math. That'd be five questions each. But since Jay doesn't have internet, so you can do um, you can do seven a piece and an eight for so, and the last one for a tiebreaker. If yeah, chance. so this this is the same format I did last time where I give you a name of a character, you got to tell me the show. All right, let's go. Who wants to go first? Nick can go first. Nick can go first. Fine. Lucas oh, what no, no what what is the um the theme of the show? So last week it was shows that you've seen or or loved. Um, is this there any specific? I, I, I've seen every one of these shows. Okay. I don't say I love them, but I've seen every one of these shows. Okay. First question for Nick. Mm-hmm. Lucas McCain. <laughs> you can't see Nick's face. But it's like he just looked ahead. Big thing of summer squash or <laughs> yellow squash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Bonanza. Close, but not. No, not Bonanza. Actually, Chris should get this one. If he's a true Boston Celtic fan, he would get this one. I'm a true Boston Celtic fan. He would get this one. I'm not. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Chris in Boston Celtics. Coach. Coach. Yes. That's a good guess, but if I said Bonanza was close, why would you go with Coach? I have no idea. Well, what the hell does Bonanza have to do with the Celtics? The answer is the Rifleman, played by Chuck Connors, who played for the Celtics. Oh, and, and I believe the Dodgers. Ooh. Chuck Connors, the Rifleman. Yeah, I never saw the Rifleman. Never, never saw the 1950s show. Mm. Uh, so nobody gets a point there. So it's uh, Nick and Chris. This is Chris Answers. Uh, Chris, question. E.B. Farnham. Oh, God. E.B. Farnham. E.B. Farnham. You better get this is one. Dead, I think it, Nick will get the next one. Is it Deadwood? It is Deadwood. Ugh. He's, he's, there, he's, what's his name? Who just died? He didn't die. Right? Did, did he die? No, did he? <laughs> Who's the actor? Um, we uh, the guy that was on Lost, the episode of Lost. The who? Oh no, 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 no! Never mind, never mind. Okay, never mind. all right. So we're killing off E.B. Farnham. Who died on on Deadwood? The the bad guy, the the, the guy who was in. Oh oh I, I did, oh oh! oh uh, Powers. I did Booth. a movie review for the oh, Powers, Powers Booth. Booth. Right, right, Powers right, right. Booth. No, yeah, he was he was uh, he played. Um, oh God, who was he? He was. Um, He's in Tombstone. Uh, Tolliver. Cy Tolliver was his uh, character. Cy Tolliver. Yes. Yes, he was in Tombstone. He was also in. He was in the movie movie I did the the um, People's Temple. Yes, he's in Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yes, he's in Red Dawn. Wolverines. (laughs) All right, Nick. This is for you, Mm -hmm. Doctor Cottle. Oh, Uh, Mash. (laughs) I don't know. It is. It is not Mash. Okay. I thought you. Battlestar Galactica. It is oh God! Yeah, the smoking doctor, who's also in Butch Cassidy's Sundance Kid. You ever seen that movie? Love that movie. The opening scene where uh, he's 
he's he's he, he accuses the Sundance Kid of cheating. Is that him? I think it's him. I I I didn't know you were the Sundance Kid when I accused you of cheating. Are you that fast? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know? Who, I, do you know who the uh, you know who the other guy at the table is? You never see his face. He never has a line. It's Paul Newman. Not no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> who is it? It's uh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, guy with mustache. That's uh, the other herb. That oh, uh, Sam. Sam. Uh, uh, Sam. Uh, um, Elliot. Sam Elliot. Really? Yeah, he's Sam, that's Sam him? Elliot. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, like he's just, I don't know why he's in it, but like he's just, it's like he's just a stand in and it's before he made Road it. Or something. Hey, he's the guy, I, I'm just here not talking. Some good sarsaparilla. Yeah, that's right. You ever seen a Butch Cast on that's good? Uh, no. Chris? Oh, you need to, Chris. That's like my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. And sure, I was, actually, my wife today was watching Alias Smith and Jones, which is a, a TV show that was based on. Loosely based on, uh, and I'm, I go, I've seen every episode a thousand times, and we're watching this episode before I came to record. I go, hold on, I don't know, I don't remember this episode. I don't remember this episode at all. And I go, I know, because we actually, the last show we, as a family, we watched was Alias Smith and Jones. <laughs> I told my kids, I go, you're going to love this show. And it was on the Western Channel, and we watched it every night. It would come on. It's a family show. Isn't but, your son in law a big fan of it now? Yes, he is. I think I they should like redo it. Shared this story before. Yeah, I think they should redo it and make it more edgier, more uh, less less ramble cast and more married men. Make it snappy. Make it none snappy. of this uh, lovers lament crap. <laughs> lovers lament crap. <laughs> All right. Next question Chris. is for Chris. Chris. Who's Donald? Donald Gerald. Donald Jared Dunn. Donald Jared Dunn. Donald Jared Dunn. There's one name he goes by of one of those three names. I don't know. Nick. Donald Jared Dunn. I don't know. Silicon Valley. Jared. Yeah, I don't watch the show. Ah, you don't watch Silicon Valley? No. Nick. So funny. I should. I haven't watched, I haven't watched this week's episode. You'd love it. It's, it's hilarious. It's really uh, funny. This question is for... Me. Me. Nick. Erica Murphy. That sounds familiar. Mr. Murphy. <laughs> That's not what the character said. I just I always say that when I hear Murphy. So now you're making me think like, welcome back, Carter. No, 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 no. <laughs> I saw, I'll t- t- forget I said that. Erica Murphy. Uh, no. Leftovers. It is the leftovers. The trampoline lady herself, Regina King. <laughs> That was the only bummer about this year. She's a fantastic actress. I only got one episode with her. Um, next up is Chris Cindy Chandler. Friday Night Lights. Incorrect. Oh, oh my God, Kyle Chandler. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was like I was like oh. Oh, by the way, I found out she's now in the West Wing. What? There you go. And she's she's so young looking there. Oh, she's hot. 
She's not that she's now. Not that she's old looking, but she's you know she's, she's still she's aged well. But she's uh she's well she's on Nashville. Anyway, um, Cindy Chandler. Again, one, it's more like a one name thing. Yeah. Lost. It is lost. She's the flight. Damn attendant. it, Cindy. Yep. First she had an Australian accent, and then she didn't. So. <laughs> Who knows? The island did something to her. The flight attendant, right? Yeah. Yes, flight attendant. And this is for Nick. Yeah. Ben Wyatt. Ben uh, Wyatt. I don't know this one. Um, Some of these shows I put in there because I at this point I think Jay would be whining. Um. <laughs> What's the, why am I forgetting it now? Uh, the newest Western on HBO. <laughs> uh, crap, why am I forgetting it? I well, you, might as well, you might as well forget that. Yeah. That's not it. Okay. Ben Wyatt. Is it me? Yeah, yeah. it's you. Who else is it? <laughs> oh, it's, um, I, I could answer it. <laughs> um, Christ. It, it's... <laughs> I can't. I I know the show. I, I just just watched. It. I just crushed this entire series. It is pretty. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! What? Hold on, hold on. It's it's the it's the it's the one with Reese Witherspoon that I literally just watched. No. Stop stressing out. It's not. That's not the show. Oh no 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 no! I got the right character, the wrong show. Um, that's Parks and Recreation. It is Parks and Recreation. I'm I'm thinking of Pretty Little Liars or the Big Little Lies or the one that was just on HBO because he's in that show. Yeah, it was. It's it's Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Uh, let's see. It is Chris. Chris. What, hold on. Very, what's this show? What's what's the HBO show? Is it Pretty Little Liars or is it Big Little Lies? Big Little. I never watched yeah, it, but it's, it's the second one. It's not because Pretty Little Liars is that one with all the little girls. I always yeah. confuse the names, but that's he's in both. Okay, well that, that okay. He also does the uh, reenactments. They always did with the. Uh, remember, they reenacted the theme, the theme songs like from uh, uh, Too Close for Comfort, and he did Simon and the Simon and Simon remake with uh, remake with John Hamm, mm. which is absolutely. I'm a huge Simon Simon fan, so it's just. Yeah. Made my day. Anyway, um, the character we were looking for, Chris, is Barry Zuckercorn. Ooh. Barry Zuckercorn. Barry Zuckercorn. <laughs> that was a hint, but you didn't see it. <laughs> Barry Zuckercorn is the Fonz. That'd be happy days. Uh, no. Right actor. Wrong show. So. Rest of development. Rest of development. Damn it. So we're tied at three. I used to have a joke with this lady that I used to work with, but I won't say it because it's kind of crude. What's the Fonz's name? Fonzarelli. The Arthur, Arthur oh. Fonzarelli. <laughs> Henry, 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 <laughs> did you just say, uh, did you just drop an F-bomb? I think he did. We apologize. We apologize in advance. The it's a preview for the words. <laughs> Ramblecast. The words that come dark. out of Chris 
Chris's mouth do not re- represent the words on the Jay and Jack podcast. So all you little kids in your car seats. Now, we sorry. apologize. It's something that we sometimes we're just learn we're learning. It's it's only the second episode. We're we're trying. We're trying. But you people like those words. There you go. Stop complaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> this question is for Nick, right? Yeah. Ned Flanders. Oh, Simpsons. Seriously. <laughs> Well, I was going through these ones. I said, oh, I better put some in for Jay. Because Jay, this shows you, you watch for your old man. Yeah. So I, What's the I, score? 4-4? Four, 4-3. Four? <laughs> four, Nick. Ooh, I'm winning? Yeah. I thought Chris had this, me. This question is for Chris. Edward Meacham. Oh, I know that one too, I think. Edward Meacham. Edward Meacham. Edward Meacham. Westworld? It is not Westworld. That was the show I was trying to think of earlier. I don't know why I couldn't think of Westworld. (laughs) (laughs) I said the new West show that's on HBO. I just needed a world. (laughs) (laughs) It's out of this world. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know it, Jack. It is House of Cards. Yeah, that's another show I need to binge watch. Uh, I need to watch that, too. Well, if you like the if you like the West Wing, you're gonna love House of Cards. Yeah, I've seen the first season of House of Cards; it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. you heard uh, the first two. The third's kind of a letdown. The but... third season's a letdown. The fourth season makes a comeback. Okay, cool. And I've watched the first thirty minutes of the first one, then I had to leave, and my wife can't get into it. So Is I it on the fourth season now or the fifth season? It's on the fifth season. Okay, and it's on Netflix, so you can just watch it all at once. You don't have to wait. Yeah. Um, this is for. Nick? Me. It is for me. Yeah. Okay. Kaylee Fry. <laughs> I love your face there, Nick. It was great. <laughs> uh, I'll just go with Friday Night Lights. It is not Friday Night Lights. Chris, for the tie, for the tie, to tie it all up, Chris. Chris, are you, are you there? Are you frozen? Did he freeze? Wiggle your fingers. Oh, he froze. Ah, <laughs> oh, my God. Perfect. Oh, that's great. That's great. We got two people who have terrible internet. You know, all the, all the, all the crap you took for Game of Thrones, Nick. I know. And, uh, and uh, good internet now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe I missed this now. <laughs> oh, you looked it up? Yeah, I looked it up. Again, uh, while we wait for Chris to come online, uh, stay that's tuned good. Stay tuned at the end of the episode for the my exclusive interview with the 45th president of the United States, Donald. Is it Donald J. Trump? Do, yeah, Donald J. Know. Trump. You know, I, I think that's my favorite character from that show, and I didn't know her last name. Yeah, that's why I put the I put both names on there. Yeah, I figured it'd be harder. But I again, I put the show. I I said I I list. I go who should I put? Who I go? Oh, that's a tough one because. You don't really know her last name. No. And now Chris has disappeared completely, and we there just have is. to ramble on. There you go. Chris, you're back. We did, we, Nick actually said, wiggle your fingers, and they didn't move, so we said, oh, he just froze up. <laughs> Nick did not get the question right. The character's name is Kaylee Fry. Kaylee, Kaylee Fry. Fry, and he did not get it right. Oh, you want me to tell you what he guessed? Sure. 
Did I Friday, guess Friday Night Lights. Oh, right, that's right. I gotta rewatch that too. I haven't watched that in a while. Don't know. Firefly. Fuck! Oh damn it! I didn't get. Again, we apologize. She's the, she's the mechanic. Yep. Again, we apologize for Chris in Boston. He's still Sorry. learning that this is a PG show. Again, we apologize. The his views do not reflect the views of the Jane Jack yeah. podcasting. It's like the like the first episode of Owen and Baru. Like I think I let <laughs> the S word or maybe an F bomb. You're the only one who swore. You're the only one who swore. That's a that's a, that's PG too. Well, we haven't actually said what it is and isn't. We just we're trying to keep it because Star Wars is you know kids can listen to Star Wars too. So we're like, yeah. oh, let's try to keep it PG if we can. And then like first episode, I'm just dropping. We, we we didn't have one swear word last week, did we? No, not that I know of. And we've had three. Sorry, two by Chris, one by one. Nick, and no. Jack no, has Nick, been Nick had three. Nick had he's at a hole three times. Oh, no. did he? No, I, I thought twice at least. I at least twice. I thought I thought it was once. I just went the full Monty once. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we checked the tape, and the kids at home are going, "What the heck is the tape? I don't yeah. get it." That, that Providence guy's got a potty <laughs> mouth. Yeah, you think I'm going to go to a baseball game with him? Red Sox start losing. It's going to be f bomb, f bomb, f bomb. That's right. Starting fights at old men. <laughs> <laughs> Check the old Merry Man tape for that one. Uh, this one is for Me. Chris, yeah. uh, Cheryl, David. Cheryl David. David. If you haven't seen this show, you have to watch this one too. It's probably time for me to rewatch this one. Cheryl David. Nick was already shaking his head no. Oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. It is Curb Your Enthusiasm. Chris tied yeah. it up. Yes. Excellent show. Have you ever seen that, Nick? Yes, I watched a couple seasons here and there. That's a funny show. That's a funny show. All right, this one is for Nick. Roger Sterling. Oh, Mad Men. Mad Men. Never saw it. Never saw Mad Men? No. I, yeah, the first three seasons, maybe four, are awesome. And then it kind of fades to me. I, 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 I liked it. Uh, obviously, the beginning is better. It does have a little. Yeah, I liked it all the way through. Well, I just felt that like the beginning because the first season is like 1959, Chris, and it does a really good job. I think the first few seasons really capture the feeling of the time period of like this male chauvinist, you know, period of like men run everything and wives. When, when, are li- staying- when, when, when life was good, is that what you're trying to say? Nick? Is that what you're <laughs> no, trying to say? Nick? Is no, that what you're trying to say? I think it does oh, a really okay, yeah. good depiction of this post fifties, but still in the fifties era. And then as it leaves the early sixties, it struggles uh, with trying to fit in that. Uh, it just doesn't, I don't think it, it is good. And then it seemed kind of redundant some of the seasons and just, it wasn't going anywhere. I mean, I know some people loved it and would argue a lot with me about it, but I just, I didn't really care for the last few seasons. I, I like yeah. when Sally Draper is a young child is running around with a plastic uh, dry cleaning bag over her body, her face. And her yeah. mom goes, go somewhere else and play. <laughs> Instead of saying, take that bag off. Cause that's how we grew up. I can remember doing that. And oh, also yeah. you see a scene where uh, a parent is punishing a child 
and it ends up not being his kid. Whoop. <laughs> And that well, like, would, that would never happen. Would never fly today. But when I was a kid, if you went, you were like, it was, it was no, there was no internet. If you got out of hand, the parents had permission to smack you, no matter where you, if they were your parents or not. Yeah. And then like, I thought was right. I'm just saying that's how it was. I thought the set and costume designs the first seasons were spot on. I mean, I, I remember looking at Sally. I think it was Sally's kitchen, and that was my grandmother's kitchen, my mom's mom. And they had like the pastel oven that was up high, not low. Oh, you, like, you, low. Mean, you mean uh, not Sally? It was um, not Sally. Yeah, uh, Don's um, wife. You know, or Don yeah, Draper's um, kitchen. What's not Peggy? Uh, what's her name? Uh, God, what is her name? Draper, Draper, Draper. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on her name? I don't know either. But anyway, but like you know, like because like a lot of the appliances were always that really weird pastel green or orange, and everything is that way. They have the percolator there. They have all these things. It's like oh my, you know, the wood cabinets with the black handles. I mean, it was yeah. so straight out of the late nineteen fifties. And I just were going like, oh my god, it's dead on. So it's just <laughs> that I love that when production uh, the people that are in production of of, of shows actually go to Betty. The full, I, Betty, I, I did that on yeah. my own. I tried looking up, but I remembered Betty when I was uh, doing it. Anyway, uh, yeah. But when they when they actually do it service, uh, I love that when they make the effort. So Nick is out in front here, and it's Chris's question. Yes. Yeah. Nucky Thompson. Oh, I know this one too. Nucky, and we're on question fourteen. Nucky Thompson. And if he Nick gets this, it's over. Was um. Oh, oh! It's the guy—the guy with the teeth. Um, <laughs> um, you are correct. You are correct. <laughs> great actor. Great actor. And you think you know with his looks that he would never have been a good actor, but he's a great actor. Board, boardwalk Empire. It boardwalk is Empire. Boardwalk Empire. So we're tied. Going into the last question, Nick. If you get this right, you win. If you get it wrong. Chris has a chance to steal. The question, the, the character's name is Phyllis Bance. Oh, is it the office? Yeah. It is the office. Yeah! Phyllis Vance, Vance refrigerator. Heating in their venting air and air conditioning. <laughs> so Nick, Nick wins it six to five. There Good we go. battle. Good battle. Yeah. All right. All right. So as we go on here, the, the verses for next week, we're not doing a versus this week because Jay's not here. We decided because I've been listening to a serious radio and they just they just they just opened up a whole Beatles channel. And you really can't go wrong. Listen to the Beatles channel. I mean, it's, it's, no. it's, it's like 24 hours of great, great music. Yeah. I told Jay, I said, why don't we all pick our favorite Beatles song? And let people vote on that. Mm-hmm. So we'll go. Well, this you know we'll probably all have might have this. But I was looking. I was thinking. I go. What song would I pick? I already have my song. I'd pick. I've got my yeah. song. But I don't think it'll win. But I. It's this. But anyway, I'll tell why why I picked it. But I looked at the list. There's like 40 songs. I could easily say, yeah, that that's my favorite Beatles song. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the hard thing about it, is that you have three. Sorry, Ringo. You have three really good songwriters and. Almost, especially like 65 on, almost any track on those albums could have been the single. I mean, they're so good. Well, you know, they say they do interviews with the, you know, the, they say it, they would never have made it if it weren't for Ringo. 
No, they, well, they, they all. They, I just, I'm just telling what they said. They said Ringo was the messing Pete, the messing. I don't know if they're just trying to mess with Pete Best and say, yeah, he was so close to being just filthy rich. And well, he, he he got his money in the end because, like, when the anthology series came out in '95, he I think he got 13 million or something like that. So he he, he ended up. But, but still, you didn't get you didn't get the beetle. You, you were you were a beetle, yeah. and you got kicked to the curb just as. They went sky. I, I just, I, I just, uh, I feel bad for the guy. But they may, they, they may, according to, you know, John Paul and uh, George, they wouldn't have made it without Ringo. Ringo was the missing piece of what they, I've heard it like 50 times on the uh, Beatles yeah. uh, net, network. I mean, it, they, they say, they say Ringo was the missing piece. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a talented drummer. I wouldn't say he's one of the best, but he's, they just the said time, that he, he, was, he just, he just made the group click is what, what it was anyway that's going to be the verses next week we will pick our four songs and you guys get to vote on that and no it's not one of those things where well the beatles were good if you could add cheese to it (laughs) it's not going to be one of those things it's going to be either you like the song or you don't it's not it's it's not beatles it's not this song versus seventy thousand other things because that was the mistake we chris i i when i was watching the voting go oh we should have said it's just cheese it can't be pizza. It can't be mac and cheese. It can't. It was just bacon didn't have a chance. No, because people are not open minded enough to make <laughs> bacon a um, a main course. Um, yeah. But I, th- I think we should do it. Yeah, I, I I love bacon, but I love cheese. It was I, I was having fun today. But the thing is, is that <laughs> both of those foods though are the same thing. Is that they're condiments? I mean, no, bacon. No, 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 you can no. eat cheese by itself, and you can eat bacon by itself. Nobody sits there and goes, "Give me." Because Jessica tried to say, "Well, tailgating. Who eats a block of cheese at a tailgate party?" Man, nobody. I, you know, you know nobody. how many times I've gone in the fridge and just eaten a couple slices of cheese by myself? I've done it. I've done it when I'm cooking. If I'm baking hamburgers and I see the cheese there, like I like Swiss cheese. I'll grab it and start chowing down on some Swiss cheese. I'll totally eat my daughter's string cheese, but I don't know if that actually constitutes to be real cheese or not. Like I mm. told Jessica, I go, "You're better off eating string." I mean, who hasn't when <laughs> when they when they've had some Mentos, like grabbed a can of uh, Easy Cheese and just put it in your mouth? <laughs> no, no one even came, no one even said that, did they? No, no, never, never have I done that. What? Never, not <laughs> once. Oh, you're missing out. That, that you know. I yeah. did crush a handy snack or two as a kid. Oh, oh heck yeah! With that, with that, oh, you used to get like the, the the crackers on one side and that little red plastic tab. Oh yeah, that was yeah, like a butter knife, and you just like you scrape out the entire thing and just go. Well, the problem with that, the whole thing was you'd run out of cheese before you, you'd have four crackers, right? Right. Yeah. The the cheese would run out before you got to the last cracker. I never even right. cared about the crackers, so I just ate the cheese. <laughs> no, the, the crackers were great, but you oh, were, yeah, to, good, yeah. To, together yeah. you had it had you had to have combination. But like you're saying, it's it's almost like the when you go to like a you, in school you'd get like a malt that frozen shake thing, and they give you a, they give you the wooden Is that spoon. before or after you went to the sock hop, Jack? Is after the sock hop, they give you this wooden. <laughs> you guys never had the wooden spoon? Yeah, and the it, hoodsy put, cup, and the stupid wooden spoon would break, and then you're tasting wood, and there's nothing worse than eating. Ice cream with wood taste. I it was rough growing up in the in the fifties and sixties. I'm telling you, there's Unless a, there's it's a, apple wood smoked bacon. <laughs> I had at, at, where were we at? Um, Cindy and I were in uh, in uh, is it Donovan's? And we ordered uh, we ordered all this food for so the appetizer. We said they said 
would you like bacon? I go, sure. Well, who wouldn't want bacon except the 122 people that think cheese is better and, or 125, whatever it is. <laughs> and they bought this huge thing out. And I go, what is that? They go, oh, that's the bacon. I said, oh, my God. God bless was, you, sir. It, it was the best part of the whole meal. So my, my fun bacon story, I was in New York City with, uh, with Colby. New York City. <laughs> and Rob paste picante sauce um, <laughs> with uh, Colky and Rob and a few others. And we went, we end up at some random, like lit- literally underground bar um, where we had, and there, it was, it was kind of cool. They had like all these tables set up and they had like board games. They had like Monopoly, had Sorry, had, you know, all that stuff. stuff. And we sat down at a table that had Jenga, but it was drinking Jenga. So each Jenga piece has like a thing that you have to do um with regard to you know sitting down and drinking and i pulled a piece and it says place an order for chocolate covered bacon and i read it out loud and i I literally read the piece it says i said place an order for chocolate covered bacon and all of a sudden the waiter doing his best impression of mr deeds's butler like (laughs) sneaks up out of nowhere and said did somebody say chocolate covered bacon (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, I did." <laughs> He's like, I'll be right back. And he—they he, must have had it like at the ready because, like, three minutes later, I have like a stack of like bacon on a skewer, but like dipped in dark chocolate, and it was phenomenal. Now, why did you bring this up during the debate? Um, because I was not going down the route of having oh, it be a pairing. I was going to because the cheese people who were not getting it. I I, I literally was. I was. I was. I was. I worked it. I'm on my phone. I go. What are they not getting? It's just cheese versus bacon. Cheese versus bacon. But it's it's great with uh, spaghetti. Like Nick said, he goes. Haven't you ever gotten a good plate of cheese with wine? And I was like, (laughs) Yes. Key phrase with wine. With wine. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 99 percent of the people couldn't. Just say, yeah, I like cheese with cheese with. Well, cheese is more versatile, and you can do so much more with cheese. <laughs> this is where we need Tim, because Tim would be like, you know, like, well, I'll have you know that I'm in. <laughs> I went to a cheese convention. Yeah, you know, cheese. Wait, 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 didn't he actually go to a cheese fest with the. the that's, what, that's what he did. The yeah. couple? With the, with the Christmas tree people. <laughs> Nice. All right, guys, I'm done. I want to go. I want to go to bed. All right, guys, this is it. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> next week. We'll have a, the verses will be back and hopefully Jay will be back. And again, stay tuned at the end of the podcast for our exclusive interview with the president of the United Ooh. States, Donald Trump. And stay tuned for information on uh, oh, Ramblecast yes. After Dark as Ramblecast well. After Dark. Yes. In the meantime, if you haven't done so, Jump on to the Patreon group, and if you donate at least a dollar, that gives you access to uh, the After Dark podcast. But just five bucks will get you access to the Special Patrons Facebook group, which is ten times more vicious than the Facebook group for Jay and Jack. <laughs> which uh, and it's a it's a I, I ton think, of fun. But they also had uh, Jello shots that were uh, pickles. Oh, the pickles! Yeah, and, weird. And they, I I don't know. At first, I said that's kind of gross, but then I watched the video and I go. I really want to try one. Uh, no, I, I think I'd try. I think I'd do it. 
I think I think I do the Jello shots with the pickle. I, th- I thought it looked good, but anyway, you can well, do that. You can, and anyways. If, if you like Amazon, and we all shop at Amazon, if you like need a garbage disposal, go to Amazon. Go to Amazon.com, slash Amazon, or go to jandjack.com. Just click on the button. It's a little page that says Amazon. It takes you right to everything, everything, everything. <laughs> and if you like to be, if we, at this time we like to think three Jack, special when, patrons. When, when you depart us somewhere down in the <laughs> the distant future, I can see I your headstone so. is going to have jandjack.com <laughs> listed on it and for a link to find all of the dates in which you were born <laughs> and all your relatives. That this, way, you can have truly everything can be listed. I, 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 this, head, this headstone was purchased at jandjack.com slash Amazon. <laughs> Actually, I, I was I was gonna put I I want I've told my family I went on there having a great time. Wish you were here, is, <laughs> is what I want to put on. My dad, we put on his his he had he has a thing there, and we put on there saying he is his his time when he was done with you. He goes, your time is up. So we actually put that on his little placard there. Your time. That's is awesome. Up. And it was just something that we. My sister said it, and I go, no, let's do it. That's that's him. That's him doing tea. So we your time is up. So people come and go. Well, that's kind of cruel. That's but awesome. They have, like, they have to know the they have to know the story behind it. Yeah. I like clever ones though, like you know, like saying like "Forgive me for not getting up." You know, <laughs> <or> <laughs> I've always said what I want to do is is like you know a, a hidden camera show or something like that, where people are walking through the cemetery and go, "Hey, get off me!" Yeah, <laughs> and just see their reaction. <laughs> oh, like I, I had a coworker when I sold insurance that she was had the one twisted most twisted minds I've ever known, but she was hilarious. She actually wants to be buried vertical and have a crank, (laughs) have a crank on her tombstone where you can actually crank her up like a Jack in the box. (laughs) 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 Would she be be called a Charlie in the box? Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. (laughs) Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Yep. Uh, Uh, Toys. Anyway, uh, at this time, three special patrons. They're all special, but uh, Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter Glaffelder, and Molly, the millennial. Thanks for doing what you do. We're all Thank good. You very we're, much. We're good here. And again, thanks for just listening. And, and we apologize in advance. Well, I guess not in advance. We apologize for so, some of the words that got out there. We're working on it. Uh, don't hate us. Don't it's hate a us stressful situation. Sorry. Don't hate us because we're beautiful. And we'll be back next week sometime. Hasta luego, and goodbye. The weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. (laughs) Come back now. (laughs) (laughs) Have to admit, I'm a little nervous and and excited at the same time because we're getting a chance to interview the President of the United States, uh, Mr. Donald Trump. Uh, How are you? Hello. It's me. Well, yes, it is you, and we're excited that you're taking the time to chat with us. And um, uh, what are you doing now? I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. And the President of the United States has just taken off his shirt. I'm too sexy for my shirt. Too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> yes, Mr. President, we know you're too sexy for your shirt. I guess we all should be thankful you're not too sexy for your pants. I do have some questions I'd like to ask you. Once you won the Republican nomination, what was the first thing you did? That's very interesting. Who did you meet with? Secret agent man. 
again, fascinating. I just wonder, uh, could you tell us what you talked about? If all the raindrops were lemon drops and gumdrops, oh, what a rain that would be. Standing outside with my mouth open wide. I have to tell you, Mr. President, I'm really happy you're being so honest, even if I don't know quite what you're talking about. On election night, it was a big surprise that you upset uh, Hillary Clinton. Um, and when she called you, what was the conversation you guys had? Could you tell us a little bit about that? I'm woman, hear me roar, in numbers to... And your response back to her? Won't you please, please help me? Yeah, I can understand that you're taking over the, you know, you just won the election. It's the most powerful. You're taking over the most powerful job in the world, even though you've been a successful businessman. Now, living in the White House, you're living in a bubble as the president, and we know you like the golf, but is there something you used to enjoy, but now you can't? Bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. I want to ride my bicycle, bicycle. It's sad as president of the United States, you have to give up things you love doing. But I did want to uh, touch on something. Recently, you gave your uh, personal cell phone number out to world leaders. Just curious, just throwing it out there. Would you be willing to give your personal cell phone number out to our listeners? Wow, that's so cool of you to do that. But you'd be shocked on how hard that song is to sing. Can our listeners call you anytime? Well, it's great to hear a very enthusiastic yes. Rumor has it you've had a visitor at the White House since you checked in, and it's one that you can't get rid of. Um, would you like to tell us who that is? People have said the most upset person that Hillary didn't win the election was President Clinton. But at this time, I think it's a good spot to wrap up the uh, interview. I really, really, really appreciate you being so honest and upfront with me and just giving me this chance to sit in the White House and interview you, the president of the United States. I, I just cannot say how excited and how, how thrilled I am to be here. Thank you, Anthony Weiner. Well, actually, I'm Jack, but that, that's OK. Thank you again, Mr. President.